Welcome to the Game Changer 00100 live show. I'm your host, Game Changer. And yeah, I did a two a day. I did a two a day because I called into um, the Pink Pill Show. Called into the Pink Pill Show, and I was like, okay, I got to cover this. I got to cover the call because um, I was on it. And uh, a lot of very interesting things happened while I was there. <laughs> Can't begin to, to describe. But basically, Crystal Karazin uh, and I had an exchange. And her topic was a quite interesting topic. And it's really presumptuous. It's presumptuous in the sense that she assumes that black women aren't against interracial dating. Or excuse me, um, that black women are against interracial dating. So basically, it her statement was born from the assumption that this is the case, that black women just can't stand interracial date and they're just this super loyal group that can't find mates because they are completely loyal to black men. Very presumptuous and quite frankly, very not true. But like Tristan and Karazin didn't invent swirling. This is something that they have been attempting to do for quite some time. But people are reluctant to allow a problematic group of people into their fold. As they should be. If someone has a messy house, then why would you invite them over and ask them, you know, to clean up your place? It doesn't make sense. Like if your men are as messed up as you describe, then why would anybody in their right mind um, allow you to parent their son? And even if it's a genetic thing, why would anybody allow your genes into their gene pool? Until you have properly functioning families yourself, it's going to be a very difficult sale to sell your wares to others. Melody, Wash Gamer, Deacon Dave, Bruce, um, Stoic, uh, Red, and Jeez, uh, what's going on? See, you can't really just sell, you can't sell the women and not the men. And I'm pretty sure that black men think of that. I'm pretty sure that a lot of black men are saying to themselves, if I get myself an Asian bride, will my son have a little penis? You gotta be thinking it. You gotta be thinking it. And so anyway, I won't go much into that. These are the thoughts that are on people's mind. Which is why you, which is that, plus a number of other reasons, um, you know, starting with and ending with collectively, you're just not that hot. 
And I'm not talking about an individual here and there that they like to highlight. I'm talking about collectively with an 82% fat rate, you're not that hot. But here's what she wrote on her community tab. She wrote, ah, oh crap. She wrote, for a live event I'm hosting on this channel later today, be sure to have your notifications on. I want to explore the reason why some black women who exclusively date black men are so offended by black women who date interracially. Okay, stop right there for a second. Why are black women who date interracially offended by black women who exclusively date black men is the question. Because this is you taking offense to them. This post here. I'm confused as to why they choose not to leverage. Oh, God. And remember what I said before, people. That's what this is all about. It's not about actually seeking individual happiness. This is about leveraging the men. This is about saying to men, you know, oh, saying to black men, oh, look, I'm going to leverage you. Now you have to do better. So this isn't for the remaining, or excuse me, this isn't for the woman who's actually dating out. This is for the women who are left behind and choose to leverage. That's all this is, fellas. Every time a woman is swirling, and that's the difference between swirling and just basic interracial dating. They're just looking to leverage you. They're just looking to give you a shit deal. They're not looking to get a better deal for themselves. Never when they talk about swirling do they mention um, the individual qualities of the mate that they're looking for. It's about forcing that lawyer that's in, that's in shape to get with that fat bitch with three kids. That's what it's about. It's not about them swirling. It's about convincing others to swirl so they may leverage the remaining black men. Period. Let's continue. Oh, and we're going to get into this. This whole, you know, I'm just telling them to open their options. I'm about to call bullshit on that. And she revealed her hand. She showed her hand in this. Okay, let's see. I'm so confused as to why they choose not to leverage the positive aspects of, of their sisters, allowing them to enjoy some healthy romantic competition amongst uh, the very men they say they want. Because they don't need to. You see, well, I'll just read it. So my question is this. Do you think these women want to keep up the status quo of begging, struggling? Oh, so if so, getting with black men is begging? Or is it just being a decent woman? Hmm. Oh, and by the way, if getting with a black man is begging, what is reading a book to find some dick? Explain that to me. If getting with a black man is begging, what is reading your book? How desperate is that? It seems as though you're begging 
are teaching others how to beg Zaddy. At least that's what it seems like to me. Just saying. Oh, and by the way, her new dude was on the call. Okay. So my question is, do you think these women want to keep up the status quo of begging, uh, struggling, and complaining about their lack of balance in their romantic experience? Answer the poll and expand your thoughts um, in these comments. Now, we already know what the answer is going to be. You know, like that question was a setup question for her audience. Now, Let's listen to what she had to say. I'm going to play from when I came in, which is a few minutes before when I called. So let's listen. Fair use, people. Fair use. No longer we'll have to go into bankruptcy. You know, this is going to be great, wonderful. They're saying, no, we don't want others to compete. We don't want that. We don't want choices. We want to be treated this way. That's what now you see that when she says that she's when she claims that she's trying to just get black women to open up their options. That's bullshit, because every time she talk about black relationships, it's always bankruptcies and stuff like that. You know, but when she talks about non bankruptcies, you know, it's it's still bankruptcies. But he's the one going bankrupt when she takes him to divorce court, apparently. Let's continue. That's what it sounds like to me when black women of just refusing. And here's the thing. I'm not saying, and I want to be very clear here, I'm not saying you have to expand your options. I'm not... You're not saying that they have to expand their options, but they're saying, but what you are saying is that if they don't, they'll wind up bankrupt is essentially what you're saying. saying you have to. What I'm saying is you objecting to even the idea that other women have options, you objecting to how other communities or other, you know, uh, other races of men make. This is a rare straw woman. Rarely, if ever, do you see a black woman telling another black woman that she should exclusively date black men. In fact, most black women don't exclusively date black men. So this is a straw woman that she's slaying. And I even played her game. You find your sisters attractive, attractive enough to legitimize the relationship through marriage. Y'all see the whole, they, somebody found your sister attractive enough. And they say that the black women who date black men exclusively are begging. You're begging, hoping that a group of men find these women attractive enough. You should be happy that a white man found you attractive enough. Notice again, there is no qualifiers for the men. As long as you are another race of men, you ask if you are attractive enough for them. Y'all see the thinking of swirlers? You should be happy that they found her attractive enough. How sick is that? And legitimate children and you just can't sit dang she said legitimate children so what would that make your first child just a thought just a thought 
back and take that W and, and, and say, wow, this is a win for us as a collective, even though I'm not interested in doing that, I think it's good for black men to have a little bit of competition. I think it's good for them to. Once again, it's not about better for the individual. It's about, I want to give black men competition. What? See, the reason why people shouldn't do that is because it's stupid. If a black man comes up to you and you like him, then you give him your number. You don't say, oh, no, I'm going to give you some competition. Because guess what you're not doing? You're not giving the men of other races competition. You're giving them abundance which means that the price on them is going up, which means that you have to do more to get less from them. Which means that after all of that, you will lose. And you have lost. You're twice baby mama, you have lost. To see that we're not just coming to the negotiation table as dirty beggars. Call me Coca. But you are coming to the negotiation as dirty beggars. You see, swirlers are so focused on how swirling affects black men that they're losing sight on how it affects black women. They don't really care. You have to beg another group. It's not like this group was having the same problems with their own women. You are dirty begging another group. Well, thank you again. Competition keeps men humble and hungry. Raise the bar, ladies. Meanwhile, okay. So once again, where's the competition for white guys, Asian guys? Like, where's the competition for the men that you are swirling with? I told y'all. Swirling is not just looking for, it's not um, looking for other opportunities. It's an attempt to leverage black men. Old dude who wrote that article didn't even pass the bar. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Um, so I actually did a poll to you guys on, on this, on the community page. All right, let me, let me go. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and invite you guys I really, I mean, I really want to know. I, I mean, to me, competition is good. Okay, then compete with other groups of women. Okay, let's let's see this. Nine one nine area code. What? Wait. All right, we're gonna start with four people in now. And um, we'll just go in order. The, the person with the 919 area code, what would you like to say? Hi, CK. I am a huge fan. Oh. Um, okay. Um, CK, I know you're listening. 
Um, you got this girl's number just kind of like flashed on your screen. So you probably want to do something about that. Like the number, her number, it's right here on the screen. You you should you should do something about that post haste. Like sooner rather than because you have like a hundred thousand subscribers. And yeah. Just saying. You know, I love all of your videos. And I I said that I agreed. Um I And you know it too. Like you you identified her by her area code and then you put her number up. That's that's not cool. Not cool. I think that most black women who date black men, um, and I even have friends that are kind of like this. They now you see, she's saying most black women who date black men, not the ones who date them exclusively. Swirling is exclusively not dating black men, but let's let's watch. Know the history, they've had their bad experiences. We talk about our bad experiences and still somehow in their mind, it doesn't click to them that we have other options, you know? And even if you see these other options, they're like, no, I can't do it. I love my black men. And I'm like, but this, like we were just talking yesterday about how this man did you wrong and how that man did you wrong. So why wouldn't you want to do it? And they're like, no, no. Straw woman. Oh, I have my black love. I have, I love my black man. It's like, I don't understand, you know, why you would continue to do this. And, you know, we are in our upper 20s, early 30s. And, you know, we are educated. We have masters, well-paying jobs. Oh, God. Here's the education portion. I mean, does that make a penis hard? What do you have that we ask for? We're the three S that, you know, people have to say fit, feminine, and friendly, but... We are? Are, are you sure? You're speaking for the plurality of black women. Okay. And fit and friendly is, yeah. And feminine. Fit, feminine, friendly is how you would describe the plurality of black women. Okay. When you're continued to go down the line of men who don't appreciate that, you're only putting yourself in um, a negative situation where you could be happy with someone else. It just happens that, some, that someone else does not look like you. Now, tell me something. Do they, are they okay with seeing their friends do it or do they feel some kind of, some kind of way? You know, I, I have both. Um, well, I, I, I should say that I had both. I had one friend um, who was not okay with me dating interracially. Um, and that was, it was hard to deal with, you know, because that's my friend. I would think that she would want me to be happy. She, she was not happy with it. Um, and then I had other friends who are like, go where you're celebrated, go where you wanna go. Um, because when we would, when we would go out, uh, we would, when we were younger, we'd go to traditionally like black places and black men just did when I was younger, feeling. Um, but then when we started going to different venues and different events, we would see like, oh, there's, you know, Stephanie, whatever. Oh, that guy's trying to check you out. Oh, there would be white guys, Latino guys, you know. Okay. 
there's always, we don't know what she looks like, but there's always going to be that liar who says that um, black men aren't attracted to us. Black men are attracted to every fucking body. Due to decades of this leveraging bullshit that y'all trying to do, black men um, have been leveraged completely out of their physical standards. So yes, black men um, have been leveraged to liking anybody. For you to say black men don't find you attractive, that's bullshit because they pretty much find everybody attractive. You're lying. Poor guys. And to say that white men do find y'all attractive, there isn't a woman that exists that white men find attractive that black men don't. Let's put it like that. The women that black men find attractive, um, white men and Asian men and every other man find repulsive. We have lower standards. She would come and speak to me and my friends would be like, that's so weird. Like these men love you. So we would be in different situations to see, you know, what different men like. And then that's. Oh, and by the way, while she was talking, some chick was cammed up, you know, um, in the background. I'm not going to show it because I don't think she wanted to be cammed up. I kind of led us to believe, you know, go where you're celebrated. But you're celebrated here. That's why we marry you at a higher percentage than any other group. Like, who is celebrating you more than us? But I, I want to get, but I really want to get to it. And, and you guys who are waiting in the queue, I want to get to the emotionality of, of it, of why you think um, the positive leading question and publicity of Black women being um, desired by all races of, of men, why that is. Opening yourself up to other races of men does not necessarily mean that you're desired by them. Not something that they automatically see as a benefit, that I have to literally come in there and write it on a chalkboard and like use Crayola drawing to explain how um, when you tell somebody that they don't have to do anything, to keep you, they don't have to fight for you, they don't have to compete for you, that they're not gonna value you. Like, well, you gotta have value. And yes, we do value valuable women. Like every man does. So according to her, Black love is a constant fight to keep her. Like men should feel secure in their relationships, but you feel and you're telling women that they have to chronically and constantly fight. And they think that they're doing, he's valuing me because, you know, he's worried about me cheating. So every now and again, I flirt with other guys just to, just to feel valued. To me, that just makes sense. I'm not sure why, and I would love for you guys to, to, to chime in if 
you have it if you, if you have some response to that. Chanel, you're up next. Hi, uh, CK. Um, I, I'm not really sure if like the answer to your question. I, I feel like um, when I have this conversation with like friends, there's like a lot of um, hostility and anger and just like misplaced loyalty. Um, so I, I'm not really sure exactly why that is. I did have um, a but question. But anger at who though? Anger at you or anger at the situation or anger that that they're that the men just aren't what they idealize or that their choices like what the men aren't what they idealize i don't know who what group of men she's talking about here what exactly are they angry about it's been mostly anger towards me for like um bringing up the conversation or even like well of course that's there's anger towards you about bringing up the conversation because they weren't talking about that and they think you're weird for bringing it up imagine sitting down right saying hey so guess what i hear that game of thrones is coming up with a prequel that talk about the tigarian family and everything and what all the events that led up to um, the original Game of Thrones HBO series. Then they say, you know something, uh, girl, you need to swirl. Yes, they're they're like, what? Why would you bring that up? There's really no reason to bring something like that up. So yeah, it's kind of frustrating because you have problems that they don't have and you're burdening them with your problems. So, yeah, I can understand their frustration. Offering it as a suggestion to them because they... And also, they sense what you're doing. They sense that you are trying to use them to leverage other Black men. You're basically using your uh, um, friends as crash test dummies. You're telling them to go swirl, hoping that it will create a scarcity vacuum within the black community that you will exploit. They know what you're doing because they're women too, and they hate you for it. I don't know. They just feel like that's just not an option for them to consider. And honestly, before I started watching your channel, I had never considered it as an option for myself either. Mm. So It probably isn't an option for yourself. It's like, um, I'm not really sure, but when I have those conversations, there's like a, a lot of um, anger and aggression and hopes that. So you're bringing the topic up. Like, why is there so much anger and aggression? Why did you bring that crap up? Don't you hate it when people do? You you ever have those conversations? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Um, because I have these conversations with dudes from other races, um, that bring up stuff that I just be like, nah, don't even talk about that. And sometimes I'll just be polite. For example, I used to be in a study group with um with with um some Mexican dudes, right? Uh, real smart dudes. And we was in a room 
in one of the study rooms in the library. And it was some Spanish writing in permanent marker in the top corner that I didn't read. Or that I couldn't read, rather. And he just went off. He was pissed because he was saying that this is a bad look for Mexicans. There was a sign that says, do not write in permanent marker on the whiteboard. Um, I did, you know, of course I did read that. And, um, and there was writing on the whiteboard in permanent marker in Spanish. And he's just, he was pissed. Like, you know, like he's like, and he was basically having like the Pookie Ray Ray, you know, like whatever the Mexican Pookie Ray Ray version was, he just went off on that group because he was saying how bad of a look it is. And I'm thinking like, yeah, we have ours too, but I did not want to have that conversation because what am I going to do? What, what can I say? Can I say like, yeah, I, I see what you mean. You know, there's nothing I can really say. So I just let it go. That's kind of like the awkward conversation that people should just like not bring up. But you bring it up more than once, more than once. You bring up the topic out of nowhere and you get into a fierce you know, argument with your friends and then you do it again. Like, why can't you just date interracially and just do that? You know, they'll find the person that they're looking for within um, the black race. But here's the thing. If more black women, and if there's a, you know, we know there's a shortage, but if more black women, and there are. There's not a shortage. If you match fertile black women with fertile black men, the fertile black men outnumber the fertile black women ridiculously. Start dating and marrying interracially. That means that there's more choices for them. Like, why don't they see that as? Exactly. Because they see what you're doing. You're trying to create choices for yourself. Like, she is dating interracially if anybody will date her. And they are saying it's more choices of Black men for them. And they're just taking those choices and being silent about it. But ladies, know this. What these chicks are trying to do, what a swirler is and what they're trying to do is they're trying to eliminate you as competition. They're attempting to send you away, send your vagina away and leverage the remaining black men. That's what they're trying to do. Um. And that's why these women are getting offended. A good thing. Yeah, it's just, they feel like they're supposed to be loyal. Like, like they'll lose like their black card or something. <laughs> okay, fears on, um, fear to none writes, watch out, AM Warren Jaw. I don't, you're talking about angry man. What did he warn about? And I didn't get it. This, this, uh, you got to be more substantive. That this makes no sense to me. Yes, I don't know if they decide to date other races of man or that. He means it, but they don't have to. That's my point. You don't have to want to do that. 
But why can't you just sit silently and say, well, I'm for whatever my sister thinks of happy. And, you know, um, it's great that, you know, the world is seeing how desirable and wonderful we are. You don't have to. Are they really? I mean, is it really? Hmm, okay. I just don't, there's gotta be something else going on. Like, is it possible that they are afraid that if their sisters go, they're going to be in a lot better situation that they're not gonna be able to like relate to them anymore? Or are they feeling like there's less? This is a leading question if I ever sure. heard one. Uh, will there be less people to draw upon to where you can share these struggle stories with? I don't know. Um, but thank you, Chanel. Uh, Lorelai, you, I see you got your hand up. Okay, Hi. I'm about to be in in a second. Hi. Um, yeah. So I'm about to come in in a second, y'all. Bear with me. But to answer your question, I think that the issue is not about, um, I don't think that it's really about the men. I think that we have this idea in our friendships that like you, you kind of have to be able to struggle with your friends and that's what makes you like real. Um, so like when you just- It builds intimacy and, and camaraderie. So when you're bonding over these unfortunate things. Well, yeah. You know, I wonder if, um, Crystal and Kara's in struggle in her marriage. Or was it happy, sunshine, sugar, honey, iced tea, and then she left him? Oh, by the way, on here she admits that she left him. And I, and I know it was like that was her, like, see, you was wrong about something. Like, okay, I was wrong in predicting the circumstances under which you left your husband. Because I didn't think that you would be so stupid as to do something like that simply because you would either have to admit that swirling doesn't always work and that white guys aren't as perfect as you claim. That's why you left him. Or that black women just leave perfectly fine white guys. Either way, bad look for swirlers. I didn't think that she would be, you know, like that. It does that too, but I feel like that's more of um of a side effect. Um, I think what people really want with women, black women specifically, really want when we're like trying to keep the the other ones in the, these relationships is um we don't want to be the like the odd ones out. So like yeah, you kind of mentioned that um. Okay. Is it the swirlers that don't want to be the odd ones out, or is it the non-swirlers that don't want to be the odd ones out? It's I, I get what you're saying, but you're saying that you're trying to convince others to swirl because of your own personal loneliness. They might not be able to relate to the struggle stories, but it's also like you take away their excuse, and that's that is scary. Because now they don't have a reason not to do better. They saw you. 
Right. Like they saw you when you were at your worst and now they see you glow up and that's that's scary. It's scary going through that process. It's scary watching someone that you know outgrow so you, you. I see what you're saying because then now there's accountability. Now you can't just say that, oh, this could never happen. This could never work. But I'm seeing you do. Well, it works if you force it to work. And now I now it's about the accountability for me. Now I have to sort of take responsibility for what I'm not doing. Yeah, because I mean, think about it for a really, really long time um, with black women specifically, no matter what, there was always an excuse. If you got pregnant out of wedlock, you just didn't know any better. If you were um, with the wrong guy, you were doing that because you have been indoctrinated to do that. You kind of don't really have those excuses anymore if you are looking for people to teach you better. Like, I'm a college student. Um, and I'm here and I'm having this conversation because I want to better myself. There, there's not that excuse anymore. What are they gonna say? What can they say? Well, thank you, Lorelai. So I'm gonna do, so I know there's some people in the queue, some people in the queue, but um, just hold on, because um, Mr. E is in the room and, um, Game Changer. Okay, that's me. My name is Game Changer and that's me. That's me calling her show. Let's see what I have to say on her show to answer her question. Listen attentively and hit the like button. Hit that like button. Game Changer, the lovely Mr. Game Changer who has so much to say about me is also in the room. So which one of you guys would like to speak first? Game Changer or the real Mr. E? I would love to hear what the men have to say. One is black and one is white Canadian. Okay, um, sure, I'll go first. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right, great. So to answer your question, I think that a lot of women um, don't really have the trouble finding and securing happy relationships with black men, which seems to be their primary choice. Um, you know, this uh, Wait, channel for clarity, you said that black, black women don't have a problem finding. Yeah, I think that many don't. Okay, go on. Okay, so just like you found one um, some time ago, they did as well they just made it work and as a result of that they really don't see the problem and they really don't see it as struggle love as you described it or anything else they just see it as an easy thing to do um, many at their convenience so they probably are confused with you and stating that you know it's this problem and they really just don't see the need to explore out because they didn't have problems exploring in so I have a question for you then. Sure. How do you explain the um, how do you explain that that Instagram post from the guy who said that he was surprised? How how does that factor into because what I'm what I think I'm hearing you saying is that the reason there's no problem, right? You're saying that most black women don't have a problem finding men, yet we have a 70% out of wedlock rate 
Um, 44% of black men marry at all. Um, <sighs> okay, watch the answer that I'm about to give her and then watch how she avoids the answer. Hold on. And of that 44%, at least 25% marry interracially when they are um, upwardly mobile, educated, that goes up to 30 plus percent. We have the lowest marriage rates of all communities in America and the highest divorce rates um, when a black man who makes six figures or more, um, when, when other races of men reach that threshold of six figures, they're more likely to marry and black men are less likely to marry. Now that's a very interesting statistics because on one hand, she's trying to say that these guys don't exist, but on the other hand, she's saying that they exist, they just don't wanna marry. But on the third hand, she's saying that these guys, these high value guys are marrying other groups of women, which really points as a failure to compete on their part. When they reach that Black men are also more likely to have more than one girlfriend at a time without these women necessarily knowing that they are participating in a polyamorous relationship. That last one, um, could you cite your source please? I'm sorry, say what? Could you cite your source for the last one? Um, sure. Hold on a second. Okay. Wait, I don't have it here. She's looking at her um, bookshelf right now, um, you know, to cite her source. Um, the reason why I wanted to get her to cite her source um, has nothing to do with this. It really has something to do with, you know, like game nagagas. Like, cause I wanted to kind of highlight how the study was done and well, not really game dudes, just dudes that lie on their penis. I think that dudes are actually lying on their penis to what degree I'm not certain, but I wanted to see how the study was conducted, but. Um, it's in marriage is for white people. Um, it's been, I would, I would. Um, well, what's what's this story? Um, Ralph Richard Banks, right? Ralph Richard Banks. Um, What's this source, please? Well, you're going to have to get the book. Like the, the whole back is citation of, of everything um, that I'm talking about. Um, it, it's, I think there's about 40 pages of citation. You know what? I'm going to find it for you so I can show you. Okay. All right? So hold on a second. Okay. Behave yourself. I will. Now, um, in the meantime, I do want to mention some or, you know, respond to some of the other things that she was saying. So the low marital rate, you got to understand that it takes two. Now, if you have a culture of women who embrace feminism, part of feminism is embracing the solidarity or the independence of women. And black women have embraced feminism um, wholeheartedly. As a result, not only are black women single, you know, you mentioned a 70% out of birth, like, um, out of wedlock, birth rate, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, but the men are as well. Now, it's easy to say that this is a cultural reason and the men simply aren't choosing them, but I think that a lot of women are choosing to be single and quote unquote, live their best life. Okay, so um, I wanted to just show you the back of Ralph Richard Banks's book. Okay. And I, I don't just know. I want to show you all the citations. Sure. 
that he gives. Wow, it's crazy. Like this, all of this, all this back here are his citations. No, no, I understand the citations exist. So what I'm saying I don't know why she showed me that there's a bibliography in his book. Like that really didn't help me at all find the information I was looking for. The only thing she actually told me was that in his book, there exists a bibliography. I have proof that there's a bibliography. Well, I just kind of assume that. I was asking for the statistics, not even for this, but for a completely different reason. This was very weird behavior. I don't know if I brought that out in there or, or is it just like, like that? Like, see, there's a lot of sources. That's like me saying, you know, um, that's like if somebody says, the Bible says, eat your vegetables. And then I just bring out the Bible and say, you see all these pages in there, you should eat your vegetables. There you go. Okay, that told me nothing. Nothing at all. It's to you is that um, the, the things that I have told you are directly cited in this book with a reference to the citation of the study. So nobody is making this up. Oh, but, uh, but um, more specifically, what I would like to know is um, the study that talks about, you know, more likely to have multiple partners uh, that are unaware that they are with multiple partners. Because I get what you're saying. And I do understand that there is some uh, quote unquote player culture that goes on in the black community that's embraced by both men and women. Um, however, um, what you say specifically, I would like to see the source of that. You know, I'm okay, not denying. Well, you're gonna have, I mean, here's the thing. I'm not uh, I, I understand it's too, it's too much to ask right now. So I get it. Um, I'll do the research and I'll discuss it on my channel. Like I said, Further. you don't, you, you can just simply, if you get the book, all of the, literally everything that I said to you was in this book and it's source. So, yeah. um, because I understand that my opponent. Okay, you should not really say that everything you say to somebody is in this book because it says that you can't really speak outside of this book. You're really telling your audience everything I say is in this book, so just read the book and ignore me is really what you're saying. I have no nuance or anything like that outside of this book. So I have no thoughts outside of this book. And like somebody in chat room said, that book is over 10 years old. So yeah. Are going to try to find holes in what I have to say. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying, I don't need to make things up. No, no, I, I, I don't really um, care about that particular um, stat. I was just curious. So I would like to see it for other reasons. So okay. uh, this isn't me trying to poke a hole in your story. Okay. Um, All right. Whether 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 we are polyamorous by choice or you know by um, you know just by a new emerging culture that both men and women um, embrace, you know I understand that. But my point is is that when you look at the two general mating habits of um, black men and black women or you know mating relating etc 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 what i have found is that there are the traditionalists um 
black men and women, and then they are the um, one who take a modern approach. Now, far too many of us are taking this modern approach, which includes things like hookup culture, um, you know, uh, player culture, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's embraced by both sides. You know, the women are living their best life, botting it up, you know, uh, during their hot girl summer. And so remember, I just said that it's embraced by both sides. But let's listen. Okay, wait a minute. 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 Go for it. Okay, so I know a little bit about you. I don't know um, everything about you, but um, that is disrespectful. You, like, I'm sorry. Don't please don't refer to any of the women who listen to me as thoughts. Uh, okay. This was just her attempting to, well, she's not an attempt. This is just her interrupting for the sake of interrupting. Did I say that the women who listen to you are thoughts? Or was I really just saying that there exists thoughts in our community? And really, I didn't say it, you know, um, um, as a description of the women, I said it as a verb. They are thotting it up, not that they are thoughts. So she just threw in, you're saying that the people who listen to me are thoughts and don't do that. So this was just an obvious, I want to interrupt. And what was the point that um, I was interrupting on? Well, basically all I was saying was that the reason that they're actually single is because the culture permits a lot of thought culture. You know, hot girl summer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It not only um, exists in our culture, but our culture promotes it. And I said on both sides, shout out to the two stickers, uh, super stickers, Deacon Dave, and uh, shout out to, who is this? Who is this? Uh, uh, Michael Ross, thanks for the super chat. Appreciate you. Appreciate you both. Don't call us thoughts. I didn't call y'all thoughts. I said that they're thotting it up. Instead of for being focused on marriage. But she just want to interrupt because, okay, here's the thing. And trust me because I win a lot. When people are losing situations like this, what they do is they try to, especially if they have control of the mic, they try to switch the topic until the defeat has been realized. Sam, I appreciate the cash app. Thanks a lot. All right. Let me show you what I mean. No, no. I, what I'm referring to is that within the Black culture, there is a subculture of women who want to, let's just say, live their best life. Hookup culture is a real thing amongst okay. all women. Okay. All right. So, so you're saying that both, um, both. Once again, interrupting, interrupting me just to repeat what I was just saying. Thanks again for the super sticker, Dick and Dave. People, um, both genders, kind of want to um, express themselves sexually. Well, yes. What so, I'm saying. I, I want to make sure that I'm hearing you right. It's not like the. I said in the beginning, both men and women. Men 
are also not wanting to express themselves sexually. I, I did say both sides. I did say okay. both men and women. Okay, so then there's so there's that thing, but at, at some point that just gets a little bit old, right? And then you start wanting. Huh. So basically I'm explaining the statistic, but I'm glad that at least she admits that there is a phase in the B-dubs life that they want to thought it up. And that the reason for the statistics that they see is due to that, is due to that thought period in life. And then at some point later in life, they want to change that. And some are successful in doing this and others are not. The other thing. Right, when you're in your early 20s, you're a totally different person than you are by the time you reach the end of your 20s. But you're not the same person. And yes, there is going to be some. So basically, according to her, what she's saying is that the B dub like to wait to the end of their 20s to actually get married or to actually start considering it. Um, of that, like, this is not. Um, I don't think that black people, you know, quote unquote, thought it up more than any other race of people thought it up. I think okay. that we have, I think. Um, no, that's simply not true. I mean, like, if a woman in another race is married by 22 and you're still out thoughting it up at 29, then you are thoughting it up more. You have spent seven additional years of your life thoughting it up. That's why they are married earlier because y'all thought up longer. You just admitted that. You just said that, you know, um, at, at 20, you are, you know, at the end of your 20s, you grow up and mature. Really? At the end of your 20s? Because by then they've already married. Statistically speaking, by then they have already married. We struggle with birth control, which is why we see evidence of it. But I don't think that there's any that there is that much difference. But I'm kind of curious. Okay, so though, there is a big difference between 22 and 29. There is a huge difference. To your question. I'm curious, though. And there is also a big difference between women who are birth controlly irresponsible versus those who are responsible. Like, this is the reason for the stats that you read earlier the out of wedlock birth rate, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Extended thought life combined with irresponsible birth control practices. She's proving a, I mean, this wasn't even my point, but she proved a different point, but she did answer her own question. But let's continue. You came, I asked, I was, the question was for the women, the women, why are, some black women um, so resistant. And now she's trying to deflect back to the original question that she deflected from before. The other black women. 
Right. And then after that question, after I've answered that question, you brought up statistics on, you know, um, basically the statistics point to why are they single and the out of wedlock birth rate. And that is the reason why I was talking about the subculture, you know, that embraces, you know, um, whatever you want to call it, uh, polyamory or what have you. You know, this subculture, whether they want to call it thought culture or hookup culture, is the reason. Now, black women um, tend to, I'm not going to say embrace it at a higher rate, but they do embrace it longer than any other group. Part of it is because of the thinking that black don't crack and, you know, you can stay beautiful until you're 48, et cetera, et cetera. I wonder where they got that from. So, yes, that was a direct shot. That was a direct shot at her. Chris and Karrison, sweetie, I know you're listening. Chris and Karrison, when you tell black women that black don't crack, that they'll remain ageless until 48, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, it encourages them to have an extended childhood. I repeat, it encourages them to have an extended childhood, which includes things like thotting it up for an extra 10 years. And because they are thotting it up for an extra 10 years, the statistics are what they are. That combined with the birth control mismanagement that you're all too familiar of and that you just spoke on. But yes, I'm saying you are making things worse for black women. And this is the resulting look on her face. Hold on. Oh, it's not. Oh, crap, it's not. Hold on. This is the resulting look on her face. Why? <gasps> Yes, I'm talking about you. You're a part of the problem. All right, let's continue. Well, I'm, well, I'm 48. Wait, wait. And I'm still beautiful. So basically this thinking that you are putting out there is promoting an extended thought period, which means that there are more thoughts in our community because, you know, if every woman um, from 18 to 22 is a thought in their community and every woman is from 18 to 29 is a thought in ours, then it's more. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I, 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 I was just going to take you off this. I was going to take you off this. Um, I, I just find it fascinating how well of a window you have into the thought processes of women. Another deflection. Now this is now this is just you know trying to discredit me. But yeah, she really deflected from that whole. They are taking They are taking extended thought vacations. They are doing the girls gone wild thing for longer because women like you tell them that they can get away with it and that they'll still um, look good at forty eight. So they are behaving this way as a result of your actions. And then she switches it to, you know, how do you know so much about women? Okay, let's listen. Understand, you seem to understand black women particularly 
a lot better than I do. How is that possible? Well, because I Yeah, I hear the sarcasm. Yeah, I hear the sarcasm. A lot better than I do. A lot better than I do. Yes, yes, I do. You like seem to understand black women particularly a lot better than I do. How is that possible? Well, because I date and sleep with them. Do you? Oh, okay. So, yeah, that um, is why I understand them. Also, because uh, I have one as mother, sister, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. And I'm very smart. So, that. Those so I've actually, but I've actually had three girls come out of my body. Mm -hmm. and, the majority, and the majority of the women, the, the majority of my audience are women. That I I actually had three women come out of my body. Okay, okay. Since you want to go there, if any of those three women are adults, I know she called them women, but you know, I'm pretty sure some of them are still girls. But if any of those women are adults, you should ask, how long have they embraced hookup culture? If any of your daughters are adult, ask her if she embraced hookup culture or polyamory. Or you don't want to go there because there's, well, I don't want to go there either. So let's continue. I interact with, um, I've been interacting with for over a decade. So I just find it interesting that you seem to have um, the answers for for things um, much more comprehensively than me. You you hear the sarcasm, trying to make it sound less true. But yes, I do have the answers uh, more comprehensively than you. Kind of the same way, like a veterinarian knows more about the science and the organs and the body of a dog than the dog does or than the um, chimpanzee does or than the horse does. Like the, the outside species that is studying this because it is in their best interest to study it, understands it better than it understands themselves. Yeah, kind of like that. Kind of like if you were to ask a orangutan, like, you know, he would probably say, listen, I am an orangutan and I am pretty familiar with um, what where the orangutan heart is. Like, oh, really? Where? And it points to his feet. It's like, yes, yes, I understand them better than you and I'm more honest about them than you. trying to sleep with them, you get a feel for um, the number of women that actually want long-term relationships versus the ones that want to thought it up because you are either in a we relationship a with them. Can we use a different term, please? Or, can we use a different term? Oh, gosh. Please, my sensitive ears. I, I can't hear the word thought. Respectful. Looking for casual sex. So, yeah. Um, so are the, are the men thoughts 
Are they thoughts too? Well, I, I'm, going to use a different them... I'm going to use a different term. Um, but if you want to use the same term, then yeah. Or you are they call, not? You can call, you can are call they them not? that. Okay, I'll put it like this. Um, if given the uh, opportunity. Literally, how are you going to put it, dude? Like, yeah. Honestly. So I say I'm going to put it like this. And then her boyfriend comes in, you know, to show that he's a protector. <laughs> then her boyfriend comes in like, oh, uh, how, how are you going to put it, dude? Well, when I say I'm going to put it like this, what follows is how I'm going to put it. So instead of for chiming in, just listen to how I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it like this. How are you going to put it? What? So I see she found herself a bright one. Canada, this is your L. Classic Ruby, this is you. I love you. I love the way you say baggage. <laughs> Y'all got to hear. It. I love that shit. It turns me on 15%. I, I love it, you know. And it's not cumulative. Like she can't say it like three times and I just get a 45% happiness. But, <laughs> but I love the way she say baggage. But this Canadian dude is your L. All right. Hold on, I wanna I'm gonna, I'm gonna replay that. Are the men thoughts? Are they thoughts too? Well, I, I'm gonna we use a different them? term. I'm gonna use a different term. Um, but if you want to use the same term, then yeah. Or are they not? Well, I just said, yeah, they, they are thoughts. I mean, why would you why would you measure a man's sexual promiscuity against a woman's sexual promiscuity? That's what you can call you can I call not. that. Okay, I'll put it like this. Um, if given the uh, opportunity, literally, how are you gonna put it, dude? Like, yeah. honestly, well, literally, how are you gonna put it, dude? As opposed to figuratively, how I'm gonna put it, like, everything there is literal. There was no analogy there. Okay, I see she found this, this guy's older than me, too. I see she found herself a, a rogue scholar. Okay, let's 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 go with this. Play, you're just full of that. Okay. 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 So, so disgusting right. to listen to you. Yeah, okay. yeah. You're just full of it. It's disgusting to listen to you. Okay, Jennifer, um, uh, Laverick, um, I appreciate you. Thank you for becoming a channel member. If you are a channel member, you can listen to me out her for not being married. I put that on members only. I think I put it on public for a limited time only. And that's in response to this. But generally speaking, that and many others is on our um, is on my members only page. Thank you for becoming a member. All right. I understand. I understand. I understand. Um, the volume I down button is in the bottom right corner. Now, okay. As far um, as I still wasn't allowed to answer the question. This is, oh, crap. So, Mr. E, I'm going to meet you for a second because I want him to get his last point out and then we'll go to you because I don't want it to be an argument back and forth. So, Game Changer, you get the, um, uh, you, you get a chance to say the final word. Okay, thank you. So the reason why the stats are skewed that way is because, as mentioned before, black women, because they believe that they are ageless or, you know, um, physically immortal, you know, to the signs of aging, that they can live the young girl life for a lot longer. And they do. And some of the consequences of that is, 
you know, um, out of wedlock births, except and low marriage rates, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Basically, they do not take it seriously until much later in life compared to other women. That's so why you see those statistics so as, it broke, right, 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 then, as it is. Constant interruption. Just constant interruption. She know what I say to be true. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. The reason this was happening um, reflected what's going on in out-of-wedlock births, and why are most Black women having out-of-wedlock children in their 20s if they think that they have all the time in the world? Another L. She said this stat, not me. She said this stat, not me. She said that they're having out of wedlock births in tw in their twenties. Now she could just like ask herself, because you had an out of wedlock birth in your twenties. You could just ask yourself that question. But let's listen to my answer. Well, once again, if other groups of women are marrying and having children in their 20s, that's because they want to actually marry sooner. Like right after college, their priorities shift. Where black women, they don't do that until later in 30s. They think it's socially okay to have children before marriage. You know, the whole love, marriage, baby carriage, they have that out of order. And this is for cultural reasons. Now, that's why you see this. Okay, so, okay, so I, I, I get where you're coming from. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna put you on pause for a second. Yeah, yeah. Change the subject because you, yeah. Go to the next caller. Um, I get your, I, I get your point. What I don't, what I don't think you're processing is the fact that men are the men are the ones who ask for marriage, and ask a thought for marriage and see what happens. Ask a thought to marry you and see what happens. Just ask one. Go out and ask one right now and see what happens. Statistically, statistically black men don't even get married until well into their 30s. So because y'all are the ones who say yes. So there's a lot of holes in this argument. And I'll go back to it. I'll That's not a hole in the argument, but uh, name some of the other ones. I'll get back to you. Um, but um, Mr. E, what? Actually, you know something? Let's see. So according to her, black men are the one that ask. And black women are the ones that say yes. Let's see if they say yes. Fair use, people. Fair use. Raise your hand if you're married. None of you are married. None of you are married. Raise your hand if you would like to be married to your baby's father. What? Oh! 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 What? I thought that they were just... They, they, they just wanted to get married and they're waiting for a guy to ask them. Let's listen again, shall we? Raise your hand if you're married. None of you are married. 
raise your hand if you would like to be married to your baby's father. One. Huh. You think this may be the reason that your stats are fucked up? You think women like this aren't messing with your stats? Oh, and keep in mind, she interviewed one of these women on her show. This was done in 1985. And she interviewed one of the women from this on her show. And of course, she's not married. So, yes, this is the reason. The reason I just stated, yes, that is the reason. Um, The guy's got to ask whether they ask or not is irrelevant. They just put their hand down. That means that it's a, the answer is no. Hey, check it out. She interviewed her. So Kristen Karazin is aware of this problem. She's seen this clip. She understands that there is a cultural break. These women are still alive. These women are still alive and they're still affecting the stats. She covered this show. And after covering this show, she still thinks that the problem is men not asking. It doesn't matter if the men ask or not, Stoic. The answer is going to be the same. And the answer is, you know, um, the, the results are still going to be the same. And the result is a single woman, at least until she's ready. And they think that they can pull this crap at 48 because black don't crack. But who told them that? Um, please unmute yourself. Hello. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. That was a level of sophistry, which I have never experienced before. <laughs> then you haven't really lived. Then you haven't really lived. But let's listen to her boo, her bae, that lives far away. Let's listen. Well, why do you say that? Back to my channel. Wait, wait, wait. You gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta mute, Game Changer. This is not gonna be an argument. This you're, you're not a game changer. Like, that was just a level of sophistry, which I've never heard before. Yeah, you've got an argument that sounds good, but there's absolutely... It's sophistry, but it's an argument that sounds good, but really? Oh, okay, but... Now, keep in mind, Kristalyn Karazin just questioned my credibility and my expertise on Black women, and I, and I gave it to her, you know, uh, mother, sister, cousin, aunt, you know, um, girlfriend, lover, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I gave all of my interactions. You just started dating black women Thursday. So really nothing you say has any backing against what I've said on this. But let's see what you say. Nothing behind it. Like, I mean, it sounds a lot like he's blaming black women for everything. 
You see how she led him? Like he just had like empty, um, empty attacks. I was a level of sophistry that I never heard before. Your argument sounds good, but I don't know how to complete the sentence after saying that your argument sounds good. And then she had to complete his sentence. You found yourself an articulate one. Let's continue. Because black don't crack, we like black women are don't. I actually didn't say black women are black don't crack. She did, or she does. Have the same like biological drives that other women do. Okay. I'm about to answer this question, but by saying black don't crack, she is saying black women are biologically different than other women. She's saying that. But listen, I want, I'm going to repeat this two times because then he's going to say something later in the conversation. So back 10, back 10. All right. So your argument, your argument here is that because black don't crack we like black women are don't have the same like biological drives that other women do right. I'm, I'm here to tell you that have i mean it sounds a lot like blaming for everything your argument here is that because Black don't crack. We like black women are don't have the same like biological drives that other women do. Right. I'm, I'm here to tell you that black women absolutely are women. Like, don't even come at me with this crap. Like, it's just yeah. we're not some alien species. Okay, can I exactly. can I can I, can I respond? Yeah. Okay. Uh, marriage marriage isn't a biological urge. Procreation is. So the fact that they oh, are having children. Absolutely um, now he said it absolutely is. Marriage is a biological urge. Are you are you guys hearing this? This is the dude that she is with. This is Yes, he does sound like a 50-year-old vapor. I just said marriage is not a biological function. You know, kind of like eating is a biological need. Breathing is a biological need. And yes, procreation is a biological desire. But marriage? Huh? So what did they do? Did humanity exist before marriage? It most certainly didn't exist before breeding and mating. Yeah, this is an L for all of Canada. The fact that they, the fact that they are having children at the same age um, and they're not marrying at the same age, meaning that they are fulfilling their biological imperative. Well, like what? 
they're just not completing the social imperative and that's because they're socially different changer excuse me i'm confused okay go for it what exactly is your argument here well you just said that they're not meeting their biological imperative like every other woman what i'm saying is they are meeting their biological imperative what they're no, asking. that's not what i said at all oh please okay let me go back to what he did say Okay, this dude is all over the place, obviously. We're not some alien species. Okay, can I, can I, can I respond? Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, marriage, marriage isn't a biological urge. Procreation is. So the fact that they are having children at the same age, excuse me, the fact that they are having children at the same age and they're not marrying at the same age, meaning that they are fulfilling their biological imperative. They're just not completing the social imperative, and that's because they're socially different. Changer, excuse me. I'm confused. I'm confused at this time, game changer. Okay. They're socially different. Changer. Um, hit the like button, people. Hit the hit hit the like button, please. I'm confused. I'm confused at this time, game changer. This is, this oh, this is the one that you're with. Okay. I'm confused. Okay, go for it. What exactly is your argument here? Well, you. So after telling me what my argument is, and then me telling him that I'm not making that argument, now he's asking. Okay, fair enough, and I'll explain. You just said that they're not meeting their biological imperative like every other woman. What I'm saying is they are meeting their biological imperative. What they're no, asking. that's not what I said at all. Oh, please elaborate. What, what, what I elaborate. said was that black women are women. Yes, they are. All I said. Yes, they are. Your your argument that they act differently because they think that you know, you know. Yeah, they'll never age. See how she completes his sentence. She knows he's an idiot, and she's comfortable because he's a white idiot. You're saying here. Hold on, listen to the complete sentence. Oh. Oh, please elaborate. What, what I said was that black women are women. Yes, they are. All I said. Yes, they are. Well, I can't argue with that. Black women are women. Oh, okay. Thank you. You just found that out. All right. Your your argument that they act differently because they think that you know. It's like his like like the the vinyl record that is his brain skip. He's like, and and you know, you know, you know, and then she completed a sentence. No, that's not what I said at all. Oh, please. 
elaborate. What, what I said was that black women are women. Yes, they are. All I said. Yes, they are. Your your argument that they act differently because they think that you know, you know. Yeah, they'll never age. <laughs> you know, you know that they'll never age. Thank you for doing the thinking for him. Ah. Oh, this is classic. This is classic. Weird. Shelf life. That's weird. Yeah. It is weird that they would think that. But that's not, okay. But it's not true. You know? It is true. She spends her platform saying that black don't crack. Look at me, I'm 48. What? Uh, black don't crack. Look at me. Look at me. Okay. Yeah. Weird is Are you saying that they don't believe that black don't crack? Weirdest, you know. Are Are you under the impression that they believe that? What Are you under the impression that they don't believe that black don't crack? Well, of course they do. Okay, so they believe that, which is a. So that was my argument. The thing that makes them different from other groups who um, actually have a greater sense of urgency because they think that vanilla does crack or yellow does crack. So other groups have a greater sense of urgency because they know that they cannot rely on their looks. Or I, know, I, 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 exactly. Exactly. Boom. Boom. Telling women that black don't crack takes away their sense of urgency in finding a mate, which is why they wait till later in life to do so. In the meantime, much like you, many of them have children to fulfill their biological needs. So again, I'm going to recap. Though they have the same biological needs to procreate um, that every other group of women, since marriage is a social construct, they do not have the same social pressure to marry because they think that they will maintain their looks well into their late 40s. Boom, boom, squeeze it, squash it, gamma, gamma. Wasn't your first baby daddy G5G? <laughs> squeeze it, squash it, gamma, gamma. All right. I get what you're saying, but it's, it's still... So but where's the biological wait, wait, thing here's the thing, I mean, here's the wait, thing though. Here's the okay, hold on, hold on, just one second. Our, we, statistically, black women age about 10 years slower. Ah! Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that statistically? First of all, there is no statistic. There is none. There is no statistic whatsoever that has ever said that ever. That's just ridiculous. That is just re. Tardy. That is re. If I ever heard anything, that is something that old chicks tell themselves. Statistically, you know, because I'm black, I, I'm actually 38. 
What? Then why is it like, don't they like mature quicker than other groups of women? Like, don't they start puberty like at 12 or some crap like that? Well, every, well, they're like at 15, 16. Or am I wrong? So you start the aging process, the egg laying process earlier, but yet you're behind in aging? Shout out to Obsidian. I can't make this crap up. Mr. Shane Vicious says they get fatter than other women. Well, Crystal and Karazin did have liposuction. Well, what do, you, what do you mean? What do I mean? I mean, I mean to say that Crystal and Karazin had liposuction. Yes, Crystal and Karazin had liposuction. Crystal and Karazin had liposuction. There is no rules. You're just interrupting for for the sake of interrupting. Skin. You're just talking about skin here. But when we're talking about actual uterus, egg, fallopian tube. Skin is a biological thing. Our time, our biological clock is on the same time synchronized with everybody else. Uh, it's really not because of that whole twelve-year-old puberty thing I was saying. I was saying earlier, but I won't even touch on that. What I will touch on is just you just said that we age ten years younger. You didn't mention fallopian tubes back then. In fact, every time you talk about black don't crack, you never you never really mention fallopian tubes until now. So you're telling women this, but you're not telling them about the fallopian tube, are you? Are you? Are you? Which is you aging. Even though we don't age as quickly, our insides aged at the same rate. What? 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 Anybody else? Uh -huh. So I think the issue where you fall short is that well, there's two things where I feel like you're falling short in this argument. The first thing is, is that you believe that the women are the sole determiners for relationships and for marriage. I believe that the women are the sole determiners for relationship and marriage. Well, let's ask a group of young women, shall we? I guess since one person said that they would like to be married to her baby father, she is the sole determiner. 
Like all those chicks, she's the sole determiner. And these are women that had kids. Oh, yeah. And they weren't fat in the 80s. Thanks again, Deacon Dave. Thanks a lot for the super sticker, bro. saying that women um they just want to like have a lot of sex and they think well because black don't practice um you know that's that's why when they get older that's when the children come and that's not you you can't have it both ways because you said that it happens when they're older she is completely holding this ill she is just repeating so what she's doing now and trust me you know i win a lot of these what she's doing now is repeating um, the logic, hoping to find a hole in it. Also, by doing this whole repeat process that she's doing, she's hoping to diminish it by making it sound foolish, by repeating it in a tone that belittles it. She's going to fail in both accords, but this is all she got at this point. So she's kind of like spinning her heels. And... What I understand is that the children are born during the, the very times that we're saying they're, you know, doing all of these things. The fact of the matter is, though, is that the men aren't in mass and in any real way out here making proposals. So so after repeating it, looking for a hole, hole in the logic, she just said, yeah, but the men aren't proposing. Who would propose to a thought? Who would propose to a thought? And once again, according to the video I just displayed, and I'll play it again. if you would like to be married to your baby's father one <laughs> okay now do we see now have we have learned apparently once again if you were to attempt to marry these um young ladies, they would laugh at you. Oh, and they'll say something like this. The rest of you who don't plan to get married, why don't you plan to get married? I'd like to know that. You, you already have your child to think about and then a, a whole family to care, to care for. You know, it's, it's a lot of responsibility. This young woman just said a whole family to take care of is a lot of responsibility. So you're lazy. We should propose to a woman who says stuff like, 
a whole family to take care of, I don't want the responsibility. Let's continue. And then you don't want the commitments. And you don't want the commitments. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hashtag GC was right. Did this chick just say, before the word thought was invented, did she just say she don't want the commitments? So, so we should propose to somebody who says, I don't want the commitments. And that taking care of a whole family is too much responsibility. That is who you should. Oh, I'm going to get on one knee for this one. Huh? These women are still alive. Messing up the statistics of the younger women. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Scratch my head again. Scratch my head. Scratch my head. Scratch, scratch, scratch. You just said that you don't want the commitment. What do you want? You want uncommitted penis. You want uncommitted penis. So you don't want to commit to a man. You want to be uncommitted to a man. Oh, isn't that... Do I smell a thought? Do I smell a... And she has a child. There is somebody right now, 35 years old, 36 years old. Right now, he's playing in the background. I'll always love my mama. And then he watched GC like, you know, oh, wait, wait, wait. That's my mom? You mean to tell me I don't have a dad because you don't want the commitment? And you thought it was going to be too much responsibility? You know. Imagine being her son. Imagine being her son and, and he's out. She sends him on a tampon run, right? So when he's walking down the street to buy her tampons and cigarettes, he sees another dad throwing the football with his son. And he's saying, how come I couldn't have that? Now, she's going to lie and say, oh, well, um, he should have proposed to me. It takes two. He should have proposed to me. But really, had he proposed, you would have been like, I don't want the commitment and it's too much responsibility. Now, raising a kid by yourself is still a lot of responsibility. But what you're really saying is if I raise him by myself, I could do so in an irresponsible way. Nobody will hold me to any accountability. There, there won't be anybody to judge. Hold on. Now, this is the one that Crystal and Karazin interviewed. She interviewed her recently, and I will cover that video. Stay tuned. I think I can make it as a single parent. We're supposed to marry chicks like this? 
We are supposed to marry chicks like this. Try swirling with that. Try Take that over somewhere. Take that somewhere and try swirling with that. See how it goes. All right, back to the video at hand. The men do the asking, and the men aren't statistically asking. You can't make someone marry you. So, yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. These women are out trying to make their guys uh, marry them. Okay. Y'all see the lies? Oh, um, there really isn't a statistic on how often they ask. Um, all we know is how often they ask and they say yes, and that's the marriage statistics as it exists. Now, um, what I have noticed anecdotally is that when women are ready to get married, um, they don't really have a problem finding um, a willing participant of the race of their choosing, um, provided that they're reasonably quality women. Oh, okay, yeah. but you're, you're, you're right, making right, an right, argument right, that right, it's right, a right, racial right. thing. It's not. It's just not. Well, I mean, okay. So, this Nagaga just said you're making the argument into a racial thing. What was it before that? Interracial dating is a racial thing. This dude is a moron. Why are you talking about race in a discussion of interracial dating? Beg your pardon? Why are you talking about race? This we're, we're talking about interracial dating here. Why are you talking about race? So I see that they just get together and have deep philosophical conversations. Like all the time. You are dating the girl who swirls. Saying, why are you talking about race? What are you, a freaking moron? She got herself a live one. She, Canada, this is your L. Shout out to the Simpsons. I'm from Canada and they say I'm slow, eh? What? I was wondering, because I haven't met many Canadians, like, why do Americans think that they slow? <laughs> Just... Why do Americans always make slow jokes about Canadians? I'm not talking about like in real life. I don't I don't roll with that type of crew that just go around calling Canadians slow, but but like why do the Simpsons do it? Why does South Park do it? Like why do Family Guy do it? Like like why are, why why are there so many cutouts of of them just like like grilling Canadians on being slow? And then here comes this dude. Then here comes this dude. Like, oh crap. Let me play it again. Uh -huh. Fair use. Women are ready to get married. 
um, they don't really have a problem finding um, a willing participant of the race of their choosing, uh, provided that they're reasonably quality women. Well, well, okay, yeah. but you're, you're, you're right, making right, an right, argument right, that right, it's right, a right, racial right. thing. It's not. <laughs> oh, God. Blame Canada. Blame Canada. Ah, dang. So as I mentioned before, I don't eat corn syrup. I don't eat corn syrup anymore or the products that are made with corn syrup. Which means that I uh, traded it out for 100% maple syrup. If I become like this, then check me on it. If y'all see me behaving this way, then check me on it and I will switch syrups. I bet you it's the syrup that's making these two. <laughs> Hopefully I'm immune. Uh, it, it could be the syrup. I don't know what is up. <laughs> well, he's just one person. He's just one person. But this is kind of bad. Let's play it again. Um, what I have noticed anecdotally is that when women are ready to get married, um, they don't really have a problem finding um, a willing participant of the race of their choosing, uh, provided that they're reasonably quality women. Oh, okay, yeah. but you're, you're, you're right, making right, an right, argument right, that... Right, right. Now, this is interesting. Cutie crazy. Um, fellas, if a woman have to call herself cute, She's not cute. Now, says, black men, for whatever reason, are not inclined to marry women of any race. Now, isn't there a complaint that they're marrying other races of women? Isn't the prime complaint that they have is that we are marrying other races of women? But let's continue. So black women should look at other races. Look at them. Look at this guy. And look. And look. And look 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 and look. Go ahead, go for it. Tell me how it's going for you. You see, cutie. Cutie. All right. You see, cutie. I don't mind competing with other races of men. Why? Because I understand that competition is upon us, whether we like it or not. Nobody ever gave me any extra passes for being black. I have to compete um, in my field with Asian guys, with African guys. They're black, too. But, you know, with foreigners, with different educational system, far superior ones, in my opinion. People who come to this country to feed their entire families abroad. The pride of their communities are after my job. They have entire villages backing them. I have to compete. So cutie, go ahead and take your cuteness over there. Tell me how it goes. I hope that, you know, you find somebody who competes for you and you win. 
Good luck with that. <sighs> Black women make the unfortunate decision of having children with men who don't commit. Well, is it unfortunate or stupid? But I see that you just got here. So let's just see who is making this unfortunate decision. And if they believe it's unfortunate. Let's see. Shall we? Miss Cutie Crazy. Let's see. Raise your hand if you're married. None of you are married. Raise your hand if you would like to be married to your baby's father. One. Oh, doesn't seem like an unfortunate decision. It seems like it's just stupidity. Black women make the unfortunate decision of having children with men who don't want to commit. Okay, let, let's see. <laughs> the rest of you don't plan to get married. Why don't you plan to get married? I'd like to know that. You, you already have your child to think about and then a whole family to care, to care for. You know, it's, it's a lot of responsibility. And then you don't want the commitments. Now, this is interesting because a presumably black woman just said, Black women make the unfortunate decision of having children with men who don't want to commit. And this chick here just said, you don't want the commitment. Oh, squeeze it, squash it, cutie, crazy. Squeeze it, squash it, cutie, crazy. This is just a huge L for you. This is just, you will remember this L in history. You should get branded. You should get branded with an L to let you know that you're from the L plantation called the Pink Pill. This is the L in Pink Pill. That is the plantation you are from. This is awful. You just said that black women make unfortunate decisions of having children with men who won't commit. And this chick just said that I don't want the commitment. Oh, this doesn't seem like an unfortunate decision. This seemed like just plain stupidity. Let me play some more. Let me play some more. I wouldn't want no man holding me down. I wouldn't want no man holding me down. We're going to see 35 years later what and who has held her down. But let, let's continue. Because I, I think I can make it as a single parent. But don't you think? I think that I can make it as a single parent. This This isn't unfortunate decision of having children with men who don't want to commit. This is just stupid. This is your L. Cutie, crazy. This is just your L. Hold on, there's more L to come. Think you might need help in raising that baby from a man? Not really. Not really. I didn't have. They think they're making an informed decision. They're just dumb like that. Father, my father wasn't in the home, so you know it. It really male figures are not substantially important in the family. Male figures are not substantially important. They're not trying to force a man to commit. They don't think that having one is important. Okay, now we're going to move further and we're going to see why she made such an unfortunate decision. Let's see. Shall we? Let's move a little further. 
Let's move a little further. America's inner cities. Inner city is a polite name for ghetto, as in black ghetto. Those of us who don't live in the... All right. Shout out to all those who live there now, but New Jersey is trash. I'm looking at the background and it looked like an old timey Western or some crap like that. It looks like trash. It looks like garbage. It looks like um, it looks like Eastside High from Lean On Me. And it is Eastside High from Lean On Me. It looks trash. Looks like trash and bad weather. Ghetto are brought here usually by television and usually only when there are violent pictures to show. But we have to come here if you want to understand those fearsome statistics about the vanishing black family. Now, a lot of white families are in trouble, too. Single parent. Listen how he said white. Families are twice as common in America today as they were 20 years ago. But for the majority of white children, families. See, he, he gathered some air before. White. <laughs> still means a mother to father. This is not true for most black children. For them, things are getting worse. Today, black teenagers have the highest pregnancy rate in the industrial world. And in the black inner city, practically no teenage mother gets married. That's no racist comment. What's happening goes far beyond race. Why then do so many teenage girls get pregnant and have children? Why do so many fathers abandon their families? The answers begin with the people here. They told us what happens to family when mothers are children, fathers don't count, and the street is the strongest school. Dang, this is just a huge L. That's how she chose to present herself. She knew the camera was going to be there. It is the beginning of another school day in Newark, New Jersey. Another day of class for Clarinda Henderson. She is 17 and had hoped to graduate from high school next year. But that was before the birth of her baby. I dream that I dreamed of having a little baby to just now notice she didn't say family. And this goes to what I was saying before. That um, they have the same biological needs as every woman to procreate. They just don't have the social conditioning to get married before doing so. Because, you know, they don't want the responsibility or the commitment and they think they can make it as a single parent. And that a man just isn't needed. You see, it's this thinking. It's not the men saying our unwillingness to commit. That is the lie. That is the lie. Kiss on it, smell it, cause it's uh, so sweet. I thought it'd be fun until I had it. The I thought it'd be fun until I had it. The fact that she calls her baby it really shows the quality of parent she is. But let's continue. Ah, somebody said, where is the man? Oh, they're going to show where the man is. Trust me, you're going to want to see this. I like 
had to pinch myself and see if I was here because I was like, this is too much. Marinda was only 15 when she got pregnant with her daughter, Shaquana. She is not unusual. Half of all black teenagers become pregnant. This man just said half of all of them become pregnant. And we're supposed to... So you don't think that there's a problem or there's a reason? Like if half the women are pregnant teenagers, then that could explain why half the men aren't married. Not an unwillingness to commit because there aren't any younger, hotter, sexier, childless B-dubs that are looking to marry. Clorinda has never been married. She's still living with her mother at home where she's raising her baby daughter. Clorinda goes to a special school for dropouts after she takes her daughter to a daycare center. She has fifth grade math skills and reads at a sixth grade level. Oh gosh. Oh, gosh. Now, I know that they want to paint a picture of some, you know, truly strong, independent academic woman who was just, you know, who was just hitting the books and everything. And, you know, she's just ahead of her class until some guy knocked her up and ruined her life. But um, that's not this. But then again, Jersey. What is up with you? This is the same place. This is the same place where, where uh, remember, remember Lean On Me? And it was like some big hoopla that they passed the basic skills test. Like, <laughs> you got the basic skill test. Oh, gosh. When I got pregnant, I said, well, I had, I'm going to have this baby, and she's not going to stand in the way of my education. I'm not going to let She's not going to stand in the way of my education. You have fifth grade math skills and sixth grade reading skills. The baby didn't stand in the way of your education. We did. No one's standing in the way of my education. I ain't gonna be like these other girls, just drop out, can't get no job, no money, have to be on welfare. Ready. She's saying that while on welfare. Honorable Bingo. Corinda learned about birth control in sex education courses, but she still became pregnant. You think it was a mistake? I'll say. No, because I wasn't on any no birth control methods. Neither was he. And you know, we were sexually active and when it happened, it just happened. When you think back to that day when you learned you were pregnant, what went through your mind? Oh gosh, I'ma tell my mother. And I'ma tell my mother, she gonna make me get an abortion. I was really scared, I think. Why didn't you want to get an abortion? Because I wanted his baby. What did you like about it? Why didn't you get an abortion? Oh, because I wanted his baby. Once again, has nothing to do with his fear to commit. But let's listen. Let's listen. What did she like about her boyfriend? Hold on. Y'all going to want to hear 
Was it his willingness to commit to her? Was it that he was a responsible adult? I wonder what made her decide to get with this. Listen closely, cutie crazy, because uh, we're going to see a man who didn't want to commit to the baby. But let's see what happened. Scared, I think. Why didn't you want to get an abortion? Because I wanted his baby. What did you like about it? His legs. His legs? He, I, I got a thing for bull legged boys. Bull legged boys. I love him. <laughs> now, is it that she was looking for a guy to commit to her at 16? And she just couldn't find a black man that's willing to commit? Or is it that she got knocked up by a guy because he's bow-legged? Which of the two is true? Which of the two things actually happened? Because it does seem as though she just walked around, got pregnant, got on welfare, ended her fifth grade education because he's bow-legged. I like bow-legged boys. Hey, what happens to bow? Do they die? Do they die? I've never seen a bow-legged adult. I think they're extinct. I think they die. Has any is anybody here a bow-legged adult? Has anybody seen a bow-legged adult? I I think they just die. Yeah, I think that when they turn 17, they die from belligity. Or their legs just break and 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 what well, how old are you, James? James said I'm belated. How old are you? I don't think I ever seen a bow-legged adult. All right, enough of this, enough of this. Let me get back to the topic at hand. All right, I'm gonna rewind a bit and we are going to continue to listen to Chrislyn Karazin's boo. But yeah, cutie crazy, uh, you lost this one. Kind of bad too, this, this, this was just like an awful defeat, but you know. Bow-legged. Now, um, what I have noticed anecdotally is that when women are ready to get married, um, they don't really have a problem finding um, a willing participant of the race of their choosing, um, provided that they're reasonably quality women. Okay, yeah. but you're, you're, you're right, making right, an right, argument right, that right, it's right, a right, racial right. thing. It's not. It's just not. Well, I mean, okay. And then she takes over for him. She knows he sounds like an idiot. So she so she speaks for him whenever she can. Oh, okay. So game three, I gotta do. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna just mute for a second because game changer, I'm being awfully nice to you. Consider and here's another subject change. Here's another subject change after repeated L's. This is just a repeated, 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 rapid, rapid, repetitious L. So she changed the subject again. Let's see what she changed the subject into. 
considering I know what you have been saying to me online and I know how you believe you know what I find interesting actually it's the same way you think you know about my life it's the same way you think you know about black women because I've seen your videos about me and your explanation for like my entire life like what I had for breakfast this morning that's an exaggeration But I know what you had for breakfast this morning. It's penis. <laughs> Frosted mini wheat. No, I'm, jo <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Calm down. I'm joking. I mean, what pajamas I wore last night? You seem to know so much about me because you've done these videos where you have explained everything that happened in my life. So that leads me to, since you believe you know what goes on in my life, it does now make sense to me why you think you know the minds of every other black woman. Because Never claim to know the minds of every other black woman. I'm asking the question that you propose to me. You really clearly seem to think you know my life. I mean, you you said my husband left me. Really? That's news. How did you get that information, game changer? I'm listening. I thought it was a rhetorical question. No, I was speculating on that. I mean, yeah, you're speculating. So, you didn't so, know so. But I, but I said in the thing that I speculate this that I speculate that your husband left you. I said, I said on my show hold that on, I was speculating. Hold on, hold on. You didn't know, you didn't ask, you assumed, and you were wrong. And what I'm trying to, why am I bringing this up now? Why is she so proud that she left her husband? So, white man, listen. Apparently, these swirlers are just looking for white guys to leave. She took a guy who didn't believe in divorce and divorced him. Is the things that you say so She's wrong about everything. The things that you. <laughs> she didn't even dignify her own dude with a response. He's wrong about everything. He's just wrong about everything. No. Listen. Einstein came up with the theory of relativity. And he married his first cousin and had two kids. Sometimes people are just wrong. Doesn't mean that the theory of relativity is, is bad. Just means that he was wrong about sleeping with his first cousin. But I'm wrong about everything. No. No. And she didn't even dignify him with a response. She continued in her conversation. You say so convincingly that you think you know. I'm telling you that you don't know. You just make you just say it with conviction. But even when you say things with conviction, you can still be dead ass wrong. And was I wrong when I said with conviction? 
that I don't think you're married? Poor dad ass wrong. You don't know anything about my life. You were wrong on all counts, but you said it with conviction. I was wrong on all counts? Because I did kind of like point out that you didn't have a ring on and that you've been dancing with a cardboard cutout for quite some time. Like I did point that out. Was I wrong on that? And people believed you. And then you had the absolute nerve and ball to come to my channel and want to speak to me. Let me just ask you this. Where do you get the nerve? Now, I didn't want to say this on her show when she asked me, where do I get the nerve? But the real answer is uh, my penis. I get it from my penis. Gives me power. It gives me nerve. It gives me urine. It gives me a whole bunch of stuff. My penis. So whenever somebody says, hey, game changer, where do you get the nerve to do my penis? That's where I get it from. My penis. Okay. You're listening now, I'm sure. I didn't want to ruin your show by saying this. But uh, I get it from a penis. I didn't know it, it took nerve. I mean, you know, I do have um, opinions about you. Um, you many can of have which... opinions, but you can't. What I heard you do was definitively give a chronology of my life as if you knew me. And oh. what I'm saying to you is you were so completely dead ass wrong. And you were so blind. You were like you're a blind man walking in a dark room in a black closet in a photo. You were so dead wrong. But you were, you were convinced of that in the same way that you are convinced that you're right about this. So okay. if, you can, if you can convince I actually wasn't. I stated I was speculating. Or if you can be wrong about me, which you were and are, can you also leave the space that you may be wrong about your assumptions about black women? It's my conclusion, really. But let me let me explain what happened on this show that I did. Well, I can't you. wait. I can't wait to hear this. Great, great. Um, you had to wait an extra couple seconds for interrupting, but. Um, <laughs> This guy, I can't wait for this. He is like a hype man that's high. This is not a good look, Canada. This is not a good look. Okay. The show that I did about you was to point out the fact that I believe that you were not married. Um, and that's because, and I showed that, you know, um, on October, I think it was 2019, you no longer had a wedding ring. And then I did state that I said, I strongly, I, that said, I, I even said, I strongly said, was that just like a random, like drunken shout that he did out of nowhere? Was that one of those random, just That just came out of nowhere. What was that? Oh, hold on. Let's let's see. Let's see what that was. I don't even remember that from before. But let me hear what that was. Hold on. 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 Hold on.
show that I did about you was to point out the fact that I believed that you were not married. Um, and that's because and I showed that, you know, um, on October, I think it was 2019, you no longer had a wedding ring. And then I did state that I said I strongly say oh, that Yeah, I'm out there. What was that? Oh, gosh. This is your boo. This is the dude you chose. And she was completely indifferent to it. Like she's just so used to just random psychotic outbursts that it's okay. I know that every now and again, my bae just say, right them now. It's okay. That's that's just what he does. He, 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 he funny like that. My boo. I'm giving him something he can feel. I'm blah, 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 blah. All night long. To let him know this love. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> oh, secret lovers that. Nom, 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 nom. Oh, crap. <laughs> I want to hear it again. I want to hear it again. <laughs> My heart, my heart. <laughs> oh, I have to, Ralph. I have to. I have to. Oh my gosh, it's getting worse. Cutie Crazy says, Y'all don't believe in facts or science. Is that what this guy was spitting? Is that what you call facts or science? Oh my god. Hold on, hold on. Let's hear some facts and science, shall we? that I did about you was to point out the fact that I believed that you were not married. Um, and that's because and I showed that, you know, um, on October, I think it was 2019, you no longer had a wedding ring. And then I did state that I said, I strongly say oh, that <laughs> That's science, huh? That's facts, huh? That was facts and science. <laughs> oh, oh, squeeze it, squash it, gamma, gamma. Oh, crap. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> One more time. October, I think it was 2019, you no longer had a wedding ring. And then I did state that I said I strongly say oh, I, I, I even said I strongly suspect <laughs> that you uh, <laughs> that's how I just kept going like that was enough. <laughs> oh, this man is speaking vocables. Um, 
suspect that you are not married. And the only proof that I have is that you no longer um, displayed a ring. And then I went further to speculate, and I did mention that I was speculating, that, you know, this is the circumstances under which you are no longer married. It's an assumption, you know, and it was wrong. Okay. But there it is. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, Yeah. And she kicks me off after that. And now she's going to let her boo talk. Let's listen at this. She she kicks me off after that. And now he wants to say something. Can I say something? Um, And here's the thing. No. But my audience is like, like, get him off. Get him off. We don't want to hear from him anymore. So I got to honor them. I got to honor them. And I took him off. Okay. So, so Mr. E, honey. Yeah. Oh, I have to. Honor my audience and, and kick you. Yeah, right. What was that? What was that sound? Hold on. Hold on. Gotta honor them. I gotta honor them. And I took him off. Okay. So, so Mr. E, honey. Wait. That's me. <laughs> was that a hiss? Is this, is this a pentor? Is this a pentor? Cause that's messed up. Sepentor, what you did to Cobra Commander was messed up. He made Cobra, okay? He made Cobra what it is today a violent and ruthless organization bent on taking over the world. He did that. He invested. He pays all those soldiers that can't fight or shoot. That's Cobra Commander. And then you just come with your with your with your with your snake mobile and stuff like that and you feel you could take over Sepentor? Huh? Huh? Cobra Commander built these robots. How dare you? Sepentor, I knew, I knew that you was old and living in Canada. I just knew that you old living in Canada and hiding from G.I. Joe right now. And Sepentor killed Duke, I know. And he blinded Roadblock. You think we forgot Sepentor, huh? You think we forgot? And you know Cobra Commander is coming for you. You know he's coming for you. That's why you are relegated to hiding in Canada and sleeping with black women. That is why. This is your L, Sepentor. Yeah, I knew I heard that hiss somewhere. I knew I heard that random snake hiss from somewhere. Hold on. Let me hear it again. I want to make sure this is Sepentor. So I gotta honor them. I gotta honor them, and I took them off. Okay. So, so Mr. E, honey, wait. <laughs> yep, yeah, Sepentor. What do you think? And what was that? Honestly, that was like that was so weak. Like, I just and, and I understand now. 
what you've been dealing with, like these intellectual buffoons. I'm the buffoon. Oh gosh. Oh gosh, you you are way out of your league. You are way out of your league, Sapentor. Do not even attempt. So whatever, like let him go and. Like whatever, um, just let him go and. <laughs> She does not want this man to talk because she knows, she knows that I'm here. I was talking to you about this very subject, about uh, having something to negotiate, having something to bring to the table in terms of bargaining when it comes to relations. Now, you're a businessman, you, deal, you do a lot of deals, and we were talking about just the principle of negotiation, and you said some interesting things, and so I wanted you to repeat them, because I thought they were Sure. I, I, look, every relationship is negotiation. Okay, she asked him for some interesting things to say about negotiation. And what he's saying is every relationship is a negotiation. That's implied. That's what she just said. And what you believe about yourself is basically what you're saying. Yeah. So what you believe. Excuse me. So as a businessman, you said what you believe about. Hold on. Let me Let me see if I heard this right. What you believe about yourself is basically what you're saying. I, I didn't hear him. He yeah. broke up. So what you believe you deserve is what you're going to get. Exactly. Excuse me. Your expert businessman, Bay, just said that what you believe you deserve, you're going to get. I believe I deserve Rihanna. I believe I deserve a threesome with Chloe Bailey and her sister. They're not twins in real life, but I believe I deserve it. And during the threesome, I believe that I deserve that they don't touch each other because that's nasty, that's incest. But focus their attention primarily on me. I believe that. This is the logic that he is running on. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to put myself on video. All right. So he put himself on video. And here I'm going to show exactly what he looks like um, right now. There you go. 
This is what happened when he put himself on video. I knew it. I knew it. But basically, he put himself on video because, you know, he knows the drill. She's basically telling him to shut up and be white. Shut up and be white. This is him on video. Okay, um, I get what you're saying, but a moment ago you just said that you approach relationships um, because what you want, knowing what you 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 get what you want when you know what you want, something of that effect. Kit Cloud said, um, "Is he slow? He's Canadian." To answer that question, he's Canadian. Just can't do that. Like that. That's not. You're gonna lose because you already said you're gonna lose. It's. It's just. Yeah, you don't have anything to break, so you don't have. Right. So so come to your negotiation, like you care about yourself. Mm -hmm. So what do you say? That was his expert opinion. It's gonna like you if you don't like yourself. Yeah. A smart person. See, smart people like a person regardless of if they like themselves or not. Idiots like somebody because they like themselves. Imagine walking up to a person and be like, you know something? I don't like you. Well, I like myself. You know, I do like you. I didn't know you liked yourself. Well, since you like yourself, I guess I got to like you too. What the hell? So there was some guy in Germany in the 1930s and 40s, right? Who liked himself. But I got a feeling that there's some people in the world that didn't like him. I just got that feeling. But he liked himself, so you gotta love him. I mean, you gotta love this guy. He loves himself. What are you, a freaking moron? I'm from Canada and people say I'm slow, eh? That's true. So what do you have to say about the, the whole, the idea that 
black women and particularly white men. I mean, you're from Canada, but you're pretty white. <laughs> um, Otherwise, you yeah. got sort of believe. <laughs> she found this dude in Canada. She found this dude in Canada. Oh, crap, this is spectacular. That each other was off the table. So, like, you believe... Uh, you know, like, honestly, I didn't, I didn't even understand that issue. Until I met you. I really didn't understand that issue. But it's true. You know, white men do not believe that are allowed to be with black women. I didn't realize that until I met you. You didn't realize anything until you met her because she does the thinking for the both of you. We don't believe that. And I think that's probably true for black women too. They probably don't believe that they're allowed to be with white men. But I'll tell you what, get us together and we will knock the crap out of the world. <laughs> Get us together and we will knock the crap out of the world. Um, so what advice would you have to black women who are like on the fence who, who have been told, many of them have been told that um, men of other races don't want them, that only like the, the dregs of the race, the, the leftovers that nobody wants. But aren't, isn't this guy like a leftover that no one wants? Can't get yourself, you know. I can give you. A, I can give you a thousand examples of white men and black women that rock the world. Okay, go for it. Go for it. You can give us a thousand examples. All right, let's let, let, let's hear them out. Shut up, I'm thinking. Cleopatra and Mark Anthony. Boom. Cleopatra and Mark Anthony. I knew I came across one. Cleopatra and Mark Anthony. Why they got together and their love, you know, um, and, and they ruled over Egypt and blah, 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 blah. In fact, they challenged the Roman Empire. Oh, wait, then they lost. They lost bad. In fact, she killed him. Now, history is a little blurry on the details, but it said that she killed him in order for a peace agreement with Augustus. So... Yeah, they lost, and Egypt lost, 
because they became a territory of Rome after that. And he killed her kids. So that happened. But they rocked the world, I guess, somehow. I'm trying to think of exactly how. But it'll come to me. It'll come to me one day. Yeah, so anyway. Oh, that's right. That's right. The month of August is named after Antony. Oh, no, it's not. It's named after Augustus, who actually won that fight because he rocked the world. Because he had a wife that instead of for provoking an unwinnable war, actually supported him. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it's next month. Right now we're in July, which is the month named after Julius Caesar. And next month we will be in August, the month named after him. Okay. So yeah, that's an L. Anyway, let's continue. So he says, I can give you a million examples and didn't give any and then said each and every single one of the million examples that I didn't give have been a game changer. Of course, the irony is lost on him, not her. But let's listen to that part again. Yeah, I can give you a million examples and every single one of those examples has been a game changer. Game changer. <laughs> yeah, thank you. No pun intended. No, no. He said thank you. Don't know why, but he just felt the need to say thank you right now. Okay. Yeah, no pun intended, of course. <laughs> um, oh, thank you, Penny. Of course. Anything else you want to say before I boot you out and get the other folks uh, no, just to put me to the side. Okay, you want to stay in? As you do. No, no, you want to stay on and talk? I'm gonna... Yep, that was another hiss. That was a... Hold on, hold on. I'm going to play that part again. Bring other people I'll in. stay on. Just put, okay. put something else up right now. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to bring Demis okay. on here, too. So I'm bringing Demis in, and um, 
Now, this is Themis. Hold on. So, this is her boo, the guy at the bottom. His name is Themis. Let's take a look at Themis. This is Themis Thoth. I'm not going to make any comments. So right there you have Sepentor. And this is Themis. Themis Thoth. All right. Get it? Got it? Good. He showed that he had a copy of the book Marriages for White People because that's that's what he reads. He's a black man that reads about why white women should date white men or why black women should date white men. Because that's also interesting, right? Uh, I like tabulate all my readings. And he tabulates it. I tabulate all my readings. kind of disparaging, so I actually don't like talking about it, um, but it's called man-sharing, um, and the man-sharing portion of the book is on page 50, and I can read just a small portion. Um, it says, in Lumen's study, um, African Americans were the least likely of all groups to have... In Lumen's study? What study? A monogamous relationship. Um, and so this is a study done a while ago. There has always been a kind of... Uh, it didn't... What's looming, in looming studies? What was the study? So you had the book and you had page 50 tabulated, but you didn't mention the study. I wanted the study. Now, this is... I didn't catch this earlier, but I caught it now. Hold on. Let me skip back, skip back. And I can read just a small portion. Um, it says, in Lumen's study, um, African-Americans were the least likely of all groups to have a monogamous relationship. Now, that goes on both sides. He didn't say African-American men or women. He just said that African-Americans, which means that the men are 
likely sharing a woman with another man. Shout out to Steve the Dean. Shout out to you, bro. Um, and so this is a study done a while ago. There has always been a kind of um, distrust, I think, generally of studies. Um, when it comes to having thousands of people and then generalizing, but this is a study we have. And it's interesting because when I hear the man speak earlier, he asked for research and citation. Again, everyone is a statistician uh, when it benefits them. You actually didn't read any statistics. And asking for statistics, asking for the work of statistician does not mean that I'm implying that I am a statistician. However, I am certain that I have taken more statistics, more college statistics than you. I am certain of this. But then he starts making claims about what a black woman is and all of that while speaking to a black woman, right? Right. Like um, what we think, like what we're doing and the, all these assumptions of like why things are happening as if he's got some, like, I don't know, he, he yeah. some divinity over how we're all thinking. It's very so answering the question that you asked means that I feel that I have some, you know, understanding that, you know, I am um, omniscient. You asked a question and I answered it intelligently while your man was grunting in the background. It's strange. I mean, and I, so for citation, if people wanted the study of Audrey B. Chapman in 19, 1986 did the first study on man sharing dilemma and choice, it can be back there. Jeannie, Amber. Okay, now we're getting to some actual stuff. Okay, let's go for it. Now, are these statistics, are, are these actual studies, or are these just, you know, people who are observing the phenomenon? Men, um, the social organization of sexuality, sexual practices in the United States, um, this was by Chicago University. So, I, okay, there, now we have something. I mean, no one is doing the homework, apparently. Um, and so people are just talking. And for me, like, I am not a woman. It's not really talking when you're asking for evidence. If anything, she was talking for spewing it out. Relationship expert. I don't know about people's relationship. What I do know is the statistics, right? What I do know is bargaining power. What I do know is negotiation. And I, I think so often we get lost in emotions, we get lost in our own personal experiences, and we think we can generalize from that perspective onto everyone. He's talking about people he slept with and that they didn't want monogamy. Maybe they didn't right. want you. Yeah, yeah exactly. So like, exactly, like who you had a relationship with means like this is how they all are. Well, who you gave birth to means that this is how we all are. Didn't you counter with, I gave birth to three black women? Really, it's two because it's one and two halves, but <laughs> I'm going to go to hell.
Oh, and that's more math than you know. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, and you use that as evidence. that it means everybody. And we don't know the type of guy he is. Like, do we yeah. know what type of man he is? Is he the type of man that women want to marry? Women that want to get married want to marry, yes. Yes, I am. Thanks for asking. I mean, we don't, there's a lot of information. There's a lot of gaps that we don't know. That's one gap, and I just filled it for you. About him. I mean, again, I mean it, we're trying to, I mean, we have this person that he's married to. Just because he's. Yes. Yes, I am. He's got a post and he's black doesn't mean he's married to him. True. And there is an accountability issue. The, the post by the young man who was uh, graduated didn't even take the bar at the time when he made the post. Um, there is a lot of truth to Well, has he taken it since then? Did he pass it since then? If not, will he pass it soon? And the, the way in which he outlined it is very similar to Professor Banks, right? It is, there is a numbers issue. Right when it comes to even if every single black man let's bar sexuality, let's bar um, prison, underemployment, all of it. If every single black man decided I wanted to marry a black woman, and every single black woman decided they wanted to marry a black man, there would still be unpartnered black women if the only marketplace is um, a black man. Now, I'm not saying, oh whatever, like I, I don't care about people's personal relationships, but I think when we are. They would still be, see, there's more of every woman than there is every man. So if every white woman were to get with a white man and every white man were to get with a white woman, they would still be leftover white women. But you don't really hear them complaining about it. having the conversation about it, at least be honest, like extrapolate from the research what you want, but at least be honest and, and let that which you're talking about be predicated on actual facts. Because I felt a, a bit odd when he's asking you for research, all the while spewing out his own feelings. Like, I, I don't understand how that's a, a thing that we continue to do. So. I just wanted to come on because I had I had to book up somewhere and um, I, I just wanted to point out the exact. Was it feelings or was it observations? Or was I simply answering a question? Citation. Well, thank you for doing that. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, Page because, 50. I mean, yeah. Call me Coca. I'm so sorry to keep you waiting. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for letting me come up and speak. Of course. Thank you for being patient. 
<laughs> of course. I'm so glad that you guys remain so um, civil during all that, um, all the provocation. Uh, it was quite, um, let's just say it was dirty. <laughs> um, I, I so now I'm dirty or I'm provocative. I was provoking them, really? I was on my P's and W's. Huh. I had an answer concerning the original question that really never got answered by the caller was really you were asking about the, the why is competition so important? And I do want to respond to a couple of things he said, or just kind of give a. My username is a name I made when I was 11. Try again. When you were 11? You knew you were crazy? You were 11 years old and you said, you know something? I'm crazy. And this is what I'm going to stick with. Well, all right. Especially from a, a black woman's standpoint about the non-factual things that he spewed out of his mouth um, concerning why black women weigh, you know, um, free. We'll call it freedom culture instead of thought culture because that's what. Yeah. We will call it freedom culture as, as opposed to thought culture. Oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. She associates being a thought with freedom. I gotta hear from this chick. I just got to, I got to. When she's out thoughting it up, she's saying, this is freedom. You taste that penis? That's a freedom penis. I got to hear what else she has to say. I have to, I have to hear what else she had to say about how free and liberated she is by being a thought. I won't call it thought culture. I'll call it freedom culture. And she, and, and Crystalline backed it up. Yeah, yeah. It's freedom. Is that why you left your husband? For freedom? Black women aren't thoughts. Black women aren't thoughts. And then you have one that says, I don't want the commitment. You have another one who says thought culture is freedom culture. And you have another one who backs it up and left her husband. Oh, this is not looking good for the whole black women are not thoughts argument. I'm just saying like, dang, y'all call it freedom. I'm picturing like Francis Scott Key. So for those of you who don't know, In Louisiana, off the coast, is where the um, New Orleans, I think, is where the Battle of 1812 primarily took place. And there was an impeached person by the name of Francis Scott Key in one of the British ships. And the uh, British were bombarding the fort in Louisiana, over and over again. 
However, because of the relentless nature of the people, I think Andrew Jackson was uh, was in charge there. The soldiers, the citizens, everybody. They did not falter. And that's why they say and the rockets red glare. Of bombs bursting in air. Is Baltimore, you sure? Um, War of 1812 was one of the most useless war, wars that existed. And straight through onto the night, and the flag was still there. And then he said, oh, say, does that star-spangled banner yet wave? For the land of the free and the home of the thought. So that's what she think that they was fighting for. Why were they at war? For the right to be thoughts, apparently. Because thoughting it up is freedom. So let's call it freedom culture. Upset about, um, you know, black women maybe not wanting to actually pursue marriage with him. These are all his own personal feelings projected onto black women. Now, it's funny because... I thought it was the men that do the choosing. It was the men that do the asking. But now I'm upset because black women don't want to marry me. Hmm. 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 I thought that they were like, oh, black men aren't choosing me. But now it's freedom culture as opposed to marriage, which is not freedom. So now it's a freedom culture thing. And I'm upset that they're not marrying me. But shouldn't I be the one that's able to just go out and ask anybody? Hmm. Hmm. Hmm as a whole but the biggest thing that you know the biggest answer to that question about why you know black women should either be open to dating out and why so many currently have an issue with it is because if you are talking about not dating black men or dating out or just opening up your options there is such a loud and vigilant ferocious responses because you're oh god Oh, God, where do they find these imbeciles? The reason why black women are angry when you talk about dating out is because they are so ferociously angry when you talk about dating out. Is essentially what she just said. They're insulting their God. If we live in a black male worshiping culture and a black woman has the audacity to say, maybe we should just open an option. Maybe we should, you know, see, you know, what, um, you know, a white guy has to offer or an Asian man, um, a Latino guy, an Indian guy. Maybe we should just let whoever likes us like us back. I agree. Let whoever likes you like you back, just as long as he's bow-legged without shooting them out of the sky, you are essentially um, speaking blasphemy within the black culture because the black culture is one that tailors to black maleness while snuffing out and annihilating black femininity. And hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold. Oh my gosh. Did she just say the black culture 
is one that caters to the men. What, what, what? Did she say that this woman just say that the black culture is one that caters to the men? Oh my God. Every way that it possibly can. So um, it's, that's why black women feel the need to rise up and, and take on unnecessary masculinity while sacrificing. Oh. oh, gosh, this is an L. So what you just did was you stated that you're masculine as a fact. You stated um, that you're masculine as a fact, and you are excusing your masculine behavior. Ah. Realizing the beauty of their femininity to speak against it is because you're insulting their God. Okay. Just the natural self-preservation. Like, if you want, like, isn't the desire to want to have, like, a, a quality partner and have men compete for you? Okay. Um, that's not what self-preservation means at all. that not a desire for us it's a, i think it's just it's from the, the social programming sis like well i mean yes of course it's just about like self-interest you know what i mean it's yeah. like it's, yeah self-interest and i agree with that it's not self-preservation love things that you go to like you don't cross the street with your eyes closed because out of your self-interest you don't want to get hit you know there's a certain things that yeah. i feel like you would naturally know you know what i mean yeah yeah kind of like you know you don't cross the street with your eyes closed you don't forget to take your birth control pill i get it i get it self-preservation once again that's not self-preservation i think it's just programmed out of us or we're made to sacrifice it since from the beginning of our own individuality we were talking about that not too long ago on, you know, a live with Ion where you were sitting in and you were talking to all of us and sharing some stuff. And it starts when it starts from the time where little girls and little boys begin to branch off into their they're discovering their masculinity or their femininity where little boys begin to learn how to build stuff and then break it down. Well, little girls begin to say, hey, I want my little dolly or my baby. It it's that that submission and the subservient, forceful. Um, at all costs, you sacrifice yourself for these men. It starts there yeah. with black girls because. So, and she said yes. She said yes. Now, I'm going to replay the yes. But basically, um, what she is saying is that femininity is a social construct and it shouldn't be one. So, the woman who is trying to encourage black women to be more feminine. 
is agreeing with a woman who is saying that black women are um, uh, shouldn't be made to be feminine. Listen closely. Submission and the subservient, forceful, um, at all costs, you sacrifice yourself for these men. It starts there yeah. with black girls because even if they are in a home, they see it happen. Even if they're in a home with Okay, so she agrees with this. Let's hear. There are two parents. The parents will do everything to let the little black boy do what he wants. Duh! Are you hearing this? Okay, let's continue. To the point where he becomes a little terrorist. Um, and To the point where he becomes a little ter terrorist. So they're basically saying that they're bad parents of boys and then asking other races of men to be mothers to their boys. But let's let's continue. It makes the black girl have to basically sacrifice everything about herself um, or she becomes the scapegoat because I've said this many times before, but most little black women, most little black girls who turn into women, they have learned to be the scapegoat. They were the scapegoat within their own family and it becomes internalized to the point where if there is any lick of freedom that is sp spoken or brought before them, it is insulting because I spent my life. This is my life's work submitting and sacrificing myself. How now keep in mind that freedom means thought to her. So any bit of freedom. Here's what she's saying. She's basically saying that the black community is this overbearing patriarchy. That young black girls have to become a thought just to get out of it. So essentially what she's saying is that the black community has been trying to suppress black girls from being their natural thought selves. But we're going to rebel. There you come against that. When really competition among men, when it comes to um, compete, let's just be real, everything is about I hate to say it. everything is about penises and vaginas at the end of the day. That's what the world is ruled by, right? Right. I mean, everything is about to compete for everything. You compete yes. for a job. You compete for, you know, a, a house. You compete yeah. for a car. You compete for school you go to. I mean, yes. hey, you, you compete for your shopping. You if you go somewhere yes. and there's a like and there's something that everybody wants, you gotta compete with the other people. You gotta yes. make sure you get it before it's gone. Like yeah. It's in everything. Hold on. Hold on. So Drea and um, Momo says, why does freedom mean thought? Don't um, don't boys fuck anything that has two legs? Don't girls fuck anything that has bow legs? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, I am a funny, funny man. I am a funny, funny man. I am a funny, funny man. <laughs> I, I like bow-legged boys. Oh. It's in the air everywhere. It and keeps that, people alive. I think that's what, that's what, that's what we see happening with the decaying of the black community is that black men don't want to compete 
and they think they are entitled just to say like a lazy king sitting on a throne made up of twigs and say come over here come worship me you right. know come be my sister wife or the or be part of my hand okay so right now she's not talking the whole i'm just talking about opening up options this is not opening up options talk this is more avoid the black man because thrown the twigs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, thus and so. The problem is, is that what's, what's so wrong to black women who, you know, support male worship and what's so. Now she's a feminist because she said male, which means that everything. See, here's the thing. She proves exactly what I was saying. When I came on, I said that they embraced feminist culture. They thought it up for longer than other groups of women. And that is why the marriage rate is low. Period. It doesn't matter if she swirls. She still wants to be a thought. She just wants to thought for a different group of men. to men is that and what makes every other male dominated or male group in the world see world so masculine is that it literally keeps them alive and it weeds out what is detrimental mm -hmm. it weeds out what would actually do damage to the populace it weeds out those who will not fight and hunt for their family it weeds out those who um, will do certain things that will. I agree. But apparently, according to the video, they don't want families. They just want somebody bow-legged. What do you mean when you say bow-legged? Well, let's have a listen. Because um, it doesn't seem like these women were looking for somebody that will fight and hunt for their family. So here, let me go back. Let's go back to here. Let's see. Let's see if she's looking for somebody to fight and hunt for her family. Let's see. When you think back to that. When it happened, it just happened. Okay. When you learned you were pregnant, what went through your mind? Oh gosh, I'm gonna tell my mother. And I'm gonna tell my mother, she gonna make me get an abortion. I was really scared, I think. Why didn't you want to get an abortion? Because I wanted his baby. Because I wanted his baby. Is it because he, he will fight and hunt for you? Did you want his baby because he'd fight and hunt for you? Like, did you, you're only 16, so you couldn't have been looking for a fighter slash hunter for very long. But what about this guy made you want to have his baby? Like, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. Let's, let's see what you have to say about that. What did you like about it? His legs. His legs? He, I, I got a thing for bow-legged boys. Bow-legged boys. I love them. <laughs> they have some gorgeous legs. I blame her family. She's looking for love in all the wrong places. She's not looking for love. She's looking for love in all the wrong legs. 
<laughs> oh, in her short life of looking for love, she gets knocked up because a guy is bow-legged. You blame her family? Well, her daughter should blame her family. She's looking for love in bow-legged places. But let's hear more about this bow-legged boy that she loves so much. Let, 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 let's see. Maybe he's just like this, this hunter-fighter that she just so yearns for. Let, let's take a listen. Ah, here we go. This is her bow-legged bow. Hmm. Well, all right. Let's take a look. Let's let's take a look at his stats. All right. Yeah. Oh, by the way, he's walking down the street with a B-box to his ear drum, listening to the Fat Boys. So I'm just going to mute it because, you know, copyrighted music. Fat Boys are back. He can't walk in a straight line. He is like going from side to side. You see that? Still listening to music during the interview. And this is her bow-legged bow. Most of my time is to the radio. You know, something tells me that um, maybe she shouldn't have had his kid. Hey, it just happened. She just popped up pregnant. Um. So he obviously has a delayed understanding of biology as well. Were your friends impressed? How did you know everybody was telling me, you know, that, you know, she, you know, she looked just like me and, you know, she is kind of, kind of cute, you know, kind of pretty. You know, and I was like, you know, make, you know, make me feel good. <laughs> okay. Were your friends impressed? Well, you know, uh, everybody telling you know that that she kind of looked like me, you know, and 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 it, and it makes me feel kind of happy, you know, and and and, and kind of impressed. Yeah, he's really the uh, hunter father figure that they all are looking for. Any of them have babies. That's my that's what I'm doing about Making babies. That's just what they be doing around here. Making babies. Darren told us that in this neighborhood, it's easy to get involved with girls. It's easy to get involved with girls. You can just, hey, I'll just get a chick pregnant anytime I want to.
It's not a lack of options. It's poor decision-making. All right, back to CK. Actually, you know, break down society for the most part, because in, in a lot of other, in every world, there's a jail, there's a, there's a, a police system and all of that. But in the black community, you, you, you be friends and you have to allow, um, Hold on, hold on. Let me address something in the chat room. Listen. So who should we listen to when most black men want someone of a different race? They bash us every chance we get. We, anyway, we are looking for hope and solutions, a better life. Ah, well, you've come to the right place. You know what you do? You compete. You become a submissive woman and you compete. And it's not an either or thing. Become the best, most feminine woman that exists and offer yourself to the best man of any race and make sure you get him a sandwich. That is what you do. Do that. Be slim, be sexy, get sandwich, and be submissive. And that's where you go. Period. You want to know why black men want someone of a different race? Because that's what the sandwiches are. That's what a femininity is. And don't wait till you're 48 years old asking for my penis. Because you can't have it. Not indefinitely you can't. You can borrow the motherfucker, but you can't have it. See, you're in the right place in the sense that here you will find out what men want. You just work under the assumption that we want light-skinned girls because they're light-skinned. No. No, we don't. It's not a matter of wanting um, a woman because she's light-skinned. If there is a higher concentration of sandwich-getting women amongst the light-skinned populace, then that's what we want. We want sandwiches. The only thing I like light-skinned is my sandwich. Submit is the answer to your question for happiness. Because black or white, you will submit to a penis, damn it. You will submit to a penis or, 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 or suffer the trial of a hundred cats. And the cat will eat you when you die. There is no other way around it. You find a penis and submit.
Hold on, let me see. Let me see the response. You as a black man will never have the insight into the thoughts and feelings of a black woman. You can only speculate. Not true. But I don't care. I just know that you um, in large enough numbers are not getting sandwiches. Instead, you're getting knocked up by bow-legged niggas. That's what I know. And that's what I need to know. Less stupidity, children. And more sandwich making. And you think I want insight to the thoughts and your feelings? I don't care about your thoughts and your feelings. Fuck your damage. Where's my sandwich? Get it. That's why you come here. You come here to learn. Damn it. You know, those who, who break up laws and codes, you're supposed to let them run free. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give you an opportunity, both of you. I'm going to get a two of you an opportunity to, to, to show me some femininity. Damn it. You are not in a position to make me a sandwich right now, but you can participate. You can participate. I bought a, a squeeze tube of ketchup and mustard or uh, ketchup and mayonnaise mixed together that I mistakenly left out overnight for anywhere between eight to 11 hours. And then I placed it back into the refrigerator. My question to you is, is it safe to eat it or should I throw it out? Answering this question for me can't get you the opportunity to say that you did something feminine in your whole damn life, that you that you participated in, 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 in putting food healthily in my belly. Answer it. They're never supposed to answer for things. And it's unhealthy um, to the point where everything gets broken down. And this is why you hear people say, well, this is why we can't have nice things. Well, this is why we can't have nice things. And it's because there's no competition in every man, no matter what type of personality type, they know that competition made them men. Yeah. And competition makes women women. This is a competition. Who can get me the sandwich quicker? having to study harder even if it was having to work out a little bit longer do whatever they have to do they became sharper it's people talk about darwinism but it is like an evolutionary or a biological you know form of darwin darwinism within it is within the community of whatever race it is but every other man if we talk about you know asian men who used to be one of the most um, negatively viewed groups of men, they took that and they changed it. And now they are the, high, the highest earners. And they were the highest earners for quite some time. They still look that negatively because they're not bow-legged. You got to be tall to be bow-legged. You have to first be tall to have legs to bow. <laughs> ah! Oh, I'm going to hell. Okay. Country that is 
not even theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were the bottom of the bottom, and they took competition and said, "F that, I'll compete, even if I have to start like the, their fathers, if they're um, American, if they are, you know, Asian American and not, you know, um, fresh off of the boat and coming in as new um, immigrants. Their fathers could have came over and been, I mean." fully operational doctors, but they came over here and worked as a baker. They came over here and started from the bottom again and then still went to the top and then still, I mean, instilled it heavily. There's next. Well, it's funny because Asian women actually married them when they were bakers, whether they were bow-legged or not. You know, like they actually, it's the mothers of these women that really made the family strong. Yeah, they're dealing with a better queen. Like they weren't these women who says, I groom dogs and I can't get with somebody beneath me. They don't say stuff like that. They're better women. Negative aspects, but there are. And better women have better children. You see, they want the family, whether he's poor or not. Crystalline, you don't even, you wouldn't even stay with your husband, who isn't a baker, to keep your family intact. That shows how little you care about or respect family. Apparently, he cares about it more than you. That's why he didn't leave you. positive aspects to the point they change the view of Asian male masculinity. Yeah, no, they've got to definitely be respect. I wanted to switch back on one thing that you said. You said that black men yeah. don't compete. They don't compete with other men, but they compete with black women. You're right. They don't want to. It, I, it, 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 um, We compete with black women or do black women compete with us? Like they're the ones who shout out this shout out the statistics, like most educated in comparison to their men. Like that's what they do. That you're right. Yeah. It's, you know, just in every aspect, who makes more money, who you know has more. You know, as people come into me, they'll be like, "Doing so hate versus better than you." I'm like, "Why are you supposed to compete with this man?" By so and so, she means Kevin Samuels. And by more subscribers, she means 10 times. You know, and it's just everything. It's just, I hate more videos. Okay, great. Yeah, now go tell that to Jose and, you know, Don and Greg. So I think Kevin Samuels have more subscribers than everybody named Jose. Very weird things that she's talking about now. Like, go out there and tell them how much better you are than them because you have to, instead of coming to me as a woman that you're competing with, well, well I do that, actually. Last time I said I was better than an African dude, you know what he did? He showed me his wife. And I was like, oh, crap. And then I asked him if she had a sister, and he says, yes, she do, and I got with her. So, 
<laughs> so yes, they are better at securing families. And the children are being raised better. But why is that? Oh, oh, okay, Jose. So basically, their women want them to win and our women want us to lose just so they could say you don't have a right to make demands because you lost. Y'all see how this works? They set you up to lose, then call you a loser and tell you you got to get with a fat ass bitch because you lost. And where the fuck is my mustard advice? Huh? I asked you, bitch. Listen, I asked you, women. I asked you. A simple question. Can I use the ketchup mayonnaise mix that I purchased and I left out for too long? Is it too long is the question. I gave you a chance. I gave you a chance to be feminine. And I hear nothing. Y'all was in my chat room talking blizz blaz and him ham all throughout the night. I asked you a moment to show some goddamn femininity. And what do you do? Silence. Silence. You vaginalist creatures. That's why you don't get shit. In fact, you want to know what y'all deserve? I'm going to tell you what you deserve. You're going to hear songs touted out to your betters. Why are they your betters? Because they light-skinned it. See? I'm going to tell your ass to do something. Don't piss me off. Hold on. Hold on. Find that song. Gonna you gonna learn. You gonna you gonna learn. I tried to carrot. Now you're gonna get the dick. Freaking non-sandwich getting bitches. I swear. Gonna learn how to get some sandwiches and, and take proper direction and instruction. Or so help me. I will make a whole album. I will make a whole. Yeah. Messing with me. Hold on. Where is it at? Where is it? Here we go. See, y'all gonna learn. See, that's the thing. Y'all blaming us. But this is your consequences. No, that's the wrong one. This is your consequences. This, you know, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. And and what I mean when I say that is it's going to hurt you a lot more than it's going to hurt me. Why? Because I like it. I like it. Yeah. But, you know, to y'all, this is grueling. This is grueling. You are going to have to hold this, you know, because you won't hold the sandwich. Until you do right by my belly and my penis, this is the trial that you're going to have to suffer. So if you wonder why you are constantly losing to the better woman, this is why.
Yeah, you had a chance. You, I gave you an opportunity to prove your worthiness and you did nothing. I still don't know what to do with this. And I really like it and I don't want to waste it. It's like 75% jar full. You know, but you done, you done messed up now. You done messed the F up. All right. She's red hair, she cooked good food in every room. Don't have a fit when the egg wet. She's out of sight, don't call the white. She's great in bed with off her head. She'll get the bag for she had. She plays sport, offers support. She never proved no attitude. Well behaved, you send a slave. She don't eat much of that on her. Outside and never find her skin scream. High self esteem, her skin smooth, no how to move. She really fit, can't write that thing. Fine swine with a knife behind. Her skin is beige. She'll be on the same page with a white girl class and a big fat ass. Her hair's long. Let's hear this song. She's light skinned. She's the only one I want. She's light skinned. The 
My bad, I was still muted. Now, ladies, next time a man tells you to do something food-related, you do it. That's an opportunity to show that you're a natural woman. Damn it. You do that. F with me again. See, I'll make another song. wanted to do something and your friend was like let me go ask my dad and you knew what you were asking was pushing the envelope mm -hmm. and so you were like wait no never mind that's what it's like with, with black men having to compete it's right. like they know right. man, oh, oh, you know they already know because they know good and well the man will say no it's but a see, here's the thing like they that is absolutely true but what is the frustrating thing is that black other black women seem to be fine with being in that subservient role to continue to feed the ego and and so she just said other black women are fine being in a subservient role so we know who's not fine being in a subservient role you and and be in that in in a place of inferiority to the men because they need to feel like men and since they don't feel it any other way then yeah men like to feel like men duh and if you refuse to treat them like men no matter what race they're not going to treat you like a woman this is what we as black women need to do for our men it is so sick it's so sad like honestly i don't i mean it's and, and, here's, and, and this is not to say, I don't want people to come in here and don't you say to me, oh, uh, you're saying all black love is struggle love. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm What I'm specifically talking about is the mentality that the type of men, like the law school student, the law school, the law school student who gave all the reasons why you don't have anything to negotiate. That's what we're talking about. You know, dating white men doesn't give you something to negotiate with, right? He's basically saying, I'm the shit. And you date other races of men. You don't, that doesn't make you more valuable. I mean, it's greater perceived value unless he starts dating other races of women. 
because then the women that you displace by dating their men are now available to him. So you're really not helping with this situation at all. We're not saying lack love as a whole is a complete failure. I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not even interested in finding out if that's true or not. Okay. The people uh -huh. who are, people who are committed to try to be a couple, marry and, and do things the right way, they're always going to be celebrated by people, whether they're black or in an interracial relationship, whatever. Like that's, that's, Good. That's a good thing. But we're not talking about that because clearly the community does not, as a whole, as a collective, employ those things because 44% of Black men marry at all. That's not even happening. Right. Yeah. yeah and you know, oh, I'm sorry. Well, yeah. I mean, but that's because so few of us are bow legged. Did I say that? Or did I say that there's an extraordinarily wide cultural problem? And that problem is thought culture combined with player culture, which is what your friend calls freedom culture. I do believe I said that. I was the one grunting. Wasn't it your your dude that was grunting? There's no problem here. Really? Um, didn't say that there was no problem here. I told you what was the cause of the problem. That's like, I mean, if that is not the gaslight of the evening, I don't know. That was the biggest... I think the biggest gaslight of the evening was when the girl here said that um, the black community caters to the black men and boys. I think that was the gaslight of the evening because she did mention a community that actually does cater to the men and boys, you know, the Asian community, and they seem to be doing very well, like you said. Gaslight. It was. No problem. No, why, why you have a platform? They don't even understand why he's a sister. Everything's fine. Right. Okay. Black women don't want to get married anyway. They just want to be a bunch of thoughts. Didn't she just call it freedom culture? You have a black woman here who just said that thought culture is freedom culture. That we're free to be thoughts. Okay, so apparently, according to her, I slept with um, five women, women in my life. I'm going to go with that for a second. Wouldn't that mean that I'm either faithful and I've been in a series of long-term relationships that didn't work out? Or more to the fact, 
Wouldn't that mean that I have tried to sleep with and get with a number of black women who simply weren't waiting for a guy to get on one knee and ask them to marry them? Either way, it's an L on their part. Okay, okay, great. Uh, and so, so he slept with five of them. So he knows he knows what millions of other black women are doing. Well, you gave birth to two of them. And you are one of them. So yeah. Okay. All right. Now, speaking of giving birth, I touched on this before, but um if you have any adult daughters. Perhaps we should, you know, pick their brain on thought culture. You know, do you really want to do that? Do you really want to do that? I mean, do you really want to do that? You know, while he was talking, he invalidated his argument. If it's not a problem, and if, if even though he did not know what he was doing because he was projecting, if it's not a problem and black women are just doing that, then why are you saying that you can't get marriageable women? Women, if it's not a problem and they're just you're. Uh, I didn't say that. Essentially, he's projecting what we really see with black men onto black women. Yeah, because there would not be millions of I love you black men videos um, if that was the case. Oh, really? There's a million of them. Let, let's see. Let, let, let's see those videos. There wouldn't be women saying black men, dang, we love you, but we love us back. You wouldn't see any of those. or right. you wouldn't. OK, show me those videos and I will find a black man that loves her. You know who does that? Stormy Maya. Stormy Maya has a man, uh, has a song called Go Black Man, Go Black Man. And you want to know the funny thing about Stormy Maya is that you want to know what black man loves her? All of them. I mean, of course, some guys are fronting, but pretty much all of them. Hold on, let me show you. Yes, um, all of them like Stormy Maya. Now, the other million black women that she's talking about that sings black, black men's praises, you know, are the ones on those specials, those ABC news specials. Now, these women are swirling too. You know, one of them was like, in fact, I dated a guy last, uh, I was looking to date a white guy, but white guys aren't really interested in us like that. And I was hoping he asked me for my number, but he didn't. So swirling didn't really help those women. Oh, and then she turned around and say, I'm looking for guys that are 6'5". 
you know, maybe the problem with finding love is that you look for it in all the wrong heights. So yeah, their argument aren't really valid because they make the argument and then turn around and say, I'm only looking for guys that are, you know, six, five or higher. And they say that, you know, I'm a dog groomer that's average at best with a 13 year old kid. And I'm looking for a six figure guy. Like, you know, they don't really seem like they're begging or anything. Disrespectful TikTok videos of the men saying they don't want their own reflection. Yeah, I'm already that there's nothing to see here. You're really telling me that? I want to get Tania on here. She's been quietly waiting, patiently waiting. Tania, okay. um, but go ahead. No, comment below, stay on. But just I wanted to um, see if she wanted to contribute to the conversation. Tania, in three, two, Hi there. Hi. Um, I I was at a loss for words there uh, for that entertainment a little earlier. That was something special. <laughs> oh, I'm the entertainment. I do favor myself to be a very entertaining man. Thank you. But I I really yeah I and I'm really actually along with Call Me Coco I'm over here cracking up to myself because it's completely true um i cracking up to yourself as opposed to what is cracking up something you do to other people i think there is a problem with people don't really want to admit the truth in the black community i just do um, they they just they just don't. And I just did. Try to bring up the truth, not only about the good side of us, but some of the not so great things about us. Then you are, of course, a bed wench, you're wishy washy. You know, it's all of this stuff. And of course, the infamous, your black card is revoked, <laughs> whatever. But I really liked what the young lady, before all of the chaos started, because I can myself from personal experience say that, you know, with different friends, it came differently. And so to the original topic, why are so many people or so many black women resistant to um, another black woman going outside of that black man, you know, scope? To me, what I believe either she said or even crazy man said, before he went left. <laughs> yes. I'm a crazy man and I went left. Okay. Because it worked for you, because I do have some friends that, yes, they are married and successfully married, happy families, you know, the whole nine yards, white picket fence, and they are upstanding and it did work for them and that's not to say that it won't you know my grandparents were married forever yeah however married forever too and their grandparents my grandparents were married forever too nobody yeah yeah you see your grandparents were married forever and their grandparents were married forever and their grandparents were married forever so basically 
The process of being married forever was passed from mother to daughter, from mother to daughter, from mother to daughter, from mother to daughter to, mother to, daughter to you. And then you divorced your husband. There you go. I mean, it was, it was, you know, my father got divorced, but um, he, he remarried my mom and they, they married 45 years until the day he died, the day after their 45th wedding. Wow. He seems like a much better person, as well as your mom, than you. Because they stayed married. And you, ooh, ooh, just saying. So, you know, so not that it doesn't work, but where's the realisticness here that, hey, it's not working for a lot of people, right? Um, and I just made up a word, I know. <laughs> well, it's not working for her husband, her ex-husband. It's not working for her white ex-husband. Well, you know what they say, marry a black woman, become a baby daddy. Oh, crap. He's a baby daddy. Oh, crap. He is a white baby daddy. Of half black children. Imagine, imagine uh, fellas, I want y'all to imagine yourselves being white for a second. And then you have this friend named Waldo, right? Like, hey, Waldo, how you doing? I'm doing great. Well, are you going to come to the company ball? Why, yes, I am. Are you going to bring that lovely wife of yours? Why, yes, I am. Like, good. I look forward to meeting her. And then you meet her and you see that she's a black chick with fake hair. And you say, uh, wow, I didn't expect that. I, I didn't think that that was your type. Like, yes, I know. Well, are you aware of all the problems that they have in the community? Yeah, I'm, I'm aware, but that's not my problem. Well, you ever wonder why the men become baby daddies? Yeah, that's because they deal with a certain kind. I'm dealing with a different one. Mine's is different. Okay, I don't want to hear about you becoming a baby daddy in a few years. Don't worry. That will never happen. <laughs> it gets funnier every time I think about it. If I draw, if I could draw, I would make a cartoon about that. I would make a cartoon that went just like that. It's a double stain. Well, it's right now, his friends are like, I told you so. And he doesn't have any rebuttal. He doesn't have any rebuttal. He has been demoted to black man. At least now white guys realize that 
hey, you know, um, if they could make a white guy into baby daddies, perhaps they've been making all these black men into baby daddies all these years while pretending to be submissive. Oh! Now, her new boo will never realize this because he's from Canada. And, you know. Huh? But, oh, crap. <laughs> but it's, but I, I think it is, I mean, obviously it's painful um, to confront. It's embarrassing. Um, I, I think that the community as a whole doesn't like to discuss it because there's really no other solution outside of we really need to expand um, the dating options here. Like that's just, you know, polygamy is not an option. It's not legal. You, you cannot be, you will, you will have no. Oh no, Classy. He was just on. I spoke to him personally, you know, or through Zoom or whatever you want, however you want to call that. And yeah, this guy is full of grunts and vocables. He has random hisses and everything. So, yep, this is her dude. This is her bae. Benefit as a, you know, in a poly marriage with someone, when that person dies, it is the legal wife who gets all those benefits, you get nothing. Like, it just, it, there is no solution other than for the women today, for the women to, to address what their issues and their challenges are today is to include all races of men. That's okay, really go for it. What the choice is. It's either that. It's really that or not be the bottom two million of women, but, you know, or take relationships seriously at a younger age. Die alone, or get on a um, you know get on a show and have somebody tell you that you're average at best and you don't deserve anything. And you might as well just get with that bum because nobody wants to play like, that clown. Anyway, I mean, <laughs> those are your choices. Those can be so if you don't feel that black women need to improve, then why write a book telling them to improve? It's weird. It's very weird. What the hell? Where's my mouse? Dang it. Oh, when I banged the table, it fell off. Yeah, because those chicks, yeah. All right. These sound like pretty bleak choices. And I and I, I agree into that also, CK. I, I would add. And this is just coming from my own personal experience. For whatever reason, I don't know. For the most part, on average, black men, I'll say African-American men or whatever, have not been attracted to me. I'm mid-40s, and this has been since my teenage years. Here we go with this lie. We have extraordinarily low standards. Meaning that there is a black man that was attracted to you. You just weren't attracted to him. 
but you are attracted to the white guys that you're not attracted to. And that's because you think that this is your way of sticking it to the black man you were attracted to that wasn't attracted to you. But he don't care because he's not attracted to you. It's just, I'm not the thing. I don't know what it is. I've had some of them blatantly come to my face. It's just my voice or that standard Oreo, you know, that whole shit. Well, yeah. You are in your mid 40s. How long have you been swirling? I'm willing to bet that you have been swirling for as long as um, um, you have been going out with black guys, both with lack of success. But are they doing that? Because you're still single in your mid-40s. Are they doing that? Have they do that? Will they do that? Because apparently we don't want you, but they do. So, okay. Because they're so used to taking our leftovers. Let's see how that works. Have they, have they gotten on one knee yet? It really does. Them, you know, using you as the object of their disdain. Like, wait, you know, you belong to me. It's like the toy that, you know, the toddler, you know, the, the teddy bear they likes to rip the arms off of. It doesn't appreciate. But if somebody comes along and they're like, oh, what a lovely teddy bear I want to pet. And then all of a sudden, hey, it's mine. No, no bear. No bear. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a very stupid. Is that what we're doing? Like, who's doing that, really? Now, way of thinking is very and selfish. And for um, the women, and I believe Coco even um, made a reference to it as well within our group as, a, as women. And this probably is not going to sound right, but I really, and I've said it in certain conversations. Why the F do you even care? If it gets to that level, I'm the one that's going to be in bed with him, not you. If he makes me happy, especially for those who are, say, your close friends and family. Are you in bed with him? Because right now you're talking about wishful thinking. You're not actually in bed with him. 
Um, and this is just for people who are maybe trying to just now expand. Who cares what they well, say? I mean, that's really, it just goes back to the, the, the premise of this conversation. And that is, you know, why are Black women not enjoying the, the idea of having that positive emotion of their sisters finding love of other races and in turn giving the men that they want some competition which would only help them they just don't see they just don't see it i think we're so caught up in the ego of it all because to to have a black woman I, somebody said it i think in the um on the community page they see it as a failure so and and then it's like you don't want to look at how we're failing and this is evidence of our failure and i think that that's a very that's that's a that's an emotional thing that's an ego thing i think that this is just i think it boils down to that and i'll i'll I want to reference one more thing from Mr. Special Man, um, and then I'll get off and let someone else speak. Um, when he went to, of course, talking about the stats of unwed mothers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, again. Now, I wasn't the one talking about the stats of unwed mothers. That was them, or that was her. Another truth that as a community, as a whole, we don't like to truly admit. Yes, we do promote the player culture. Every culture does it. Thank you. Thank you for your honesty, finally. Thank you. We promote the player culture. However, in our community, from what I've seen from my experience, we do it to a level that if you're not being a pimp, you're a simp, right? Thank you. Thank you. And the women who are with the pimps are promoting this lifestyle. And they seem to be okay with polygamy. Thank you. Thank you for bringing this up. And she just said, yeah. So Chris McCarrison agrees. Who are in their 50s and 60s approach me. Like they're talking to me like they're 25. If you don't get out of my face. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, now we're back to lying. Because before you was like, black men aren't interested in you. Now they are. But once again, you're not interested in them. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Black men aren't interested in me. I got men in their 50s and their 60s, you know, trying to approach me. And I'm like, man, if you don't get out my face. So you start off by saying black men aren't approaching me. Which means that you were open to dating other groups of men for quite some time and you're still single. And the black men who are approaching you are on some player player stuff. Right? Yeah. Okay. Press like grown toddlers, like that like like hip hop clothes if you're sixty. 
side. Like, just. They're talking about game dudes right now. Ridiculous. It looks like they should be in like a South Park cartoon or something. It's a sequel. Oh. I mean, stop. And, <laughs> um, but, but you wonder why there are, you know, unwed mothers and all of this, how he was carrying on. Well, first of all, my, my question is, can a black woman just walk up to the church or to the courthouse and go, I want to be a married, I want to I know. Oh, tonight. I want to be married today. Without a partner, so she can no. just no. go get married. To, she can go to the courthouse by herself and be married, right? No. It's like she's ordering a coat. Oh, but wait a minute. I thought that black don't crack and they can have a man anytime they want to. See, these are the swirlers talking. These aren't the ones that are loyal to black men. Y'all need to learn to take marriage seriously younger. Again, you need to learn to take marriage seriously younger. Um, Mr. No Game, I should have asked Mr. No Game. Mr. No Game. Okay. Okay. Um, if he, how he knows that black women don't want to get married, that they want to live this quote unquote thought life, um, is it because one of them who's in your chat room now just said, or you know, then, um, just said that it's not thought culture, it's freedom culture. And because we were repressed when we were young, we want to embrace our freedom. Because he's like, who, how many women has have he has he proposed to? How well, many maybe one of those five? <laughs> you know, like to know that. You know, I guess since they're speaking on black men, a counter question would be how many of them proposed to them? How many black men proposed to them? All these women, because like the five women that he dated, that ex that is extrapolated to be the representative of all black women everywhere, and, and is now the arbiter of all the information about black women. I found it interesting that he came here in the first place, talking about the thoughts and and feelings of black women. Like the purpose of this conversation was for us to discuss how what we're doing impacts what's going on with us as women. And he can't- What? The purpose of the conversation was to ask the question, why are other women against swirlers? And I answered that. And then you asked another question and I basically responded to your deflections. Come in here to tell us all what it is that we're all thinking and what we're all gonna do. Isn't that very interesting? I, I thought it was interesting. Um, his, um, you know, and again, and this is where I think people get caught up. Black women, no, we are not the only ones that are single mothers. And whether people are. But your single mothers at higher rates than other groups of women. Keep in mind that she brought that statistic up, not me. Crystal and Karazin brought that statistic up in an attempt to blame black men for them not taking their birth control pill. I'm looking at you, CK. Like it or not, I'm not going to 
it or not. And I know this is not a favorite term. Oh, and by the way, if you have a high single mother rate, it doesn't really mean that the father is necessarily black. It means that you're a single mother. Regardless the race of the father, you are a single mother. You know, like all those single mothers that Ari Nagel inseminated. But just like the men, there are not other kids, there are not in all cultures, races, whatever. However, again, from my experience, what I have seen, this single motherhood, you know, thing, it happens, but I've seen what other cultures tend to have more of a shameful um, connotation to that. Yes, that's what I was saying. We have a culture that embraces it. I did say it was a cultural problem. So, yeah, while it may not be the best man or the best, you know, father or what have you, they tend to go ahead and try to get married to save face, more or yeah. less. Yeah, there's absolutely no shame. Um, there's no real there's really no consequence from a familial standpoint, from a legal standpoint, there is, but from a familial standpoint, there's really no consequences for men, you know, who leave their children in the black community, which is very sad. Um, Bernadine said some black women Wait a minute, wait a minute. It's no consequences for men who leave their children in black. What about the women? Hold on, hold on. So once again, it's the men. Um, hold on. Let me just uh, share the screen. Now, I do want to say this. There are consequences. It's called child support. It's called jail if you don't pay it. But there are consequences. Let's see what your consequences are. Raise your hand if you're married. None of you are married. Raise your hand if you would like to be married to your baby's father. One. <laughs> Where's the consequences? Where's the consequences? Are they shaming each other? Are they laughing at each other? Or are they laughing at the one who did raise her hand? Where's the consequences? Because there's no consequences for not getting married. Already have your child to think about, and then a, a whole family to care to care for. You know, it's it's a lot of responsibility, and then you don't want the commitments. I don't want. Where's the consequences? To basically say that she don't want to be responsible for her kids. Where's the consequences? Because I, I think I can make it as a single parent. Where's the consequences? 
Don't you think you might need help in raising that baby from a man? No consequence. Not really. I didn't have a father. My father wasn't in the home, so you know it. It really male figures are not substantially important in the family. No consequences. But somehow it's the men that aren't receiving consequences. These chicks just be lying, lying, lying. Men want the shared misery and are jealous when you break away. You guys, I'm going to have to close this, but I want, I think that that's a good place to, to start. It, a good place to stop, actually. That some of us are bonding over the sad situations, the challenges that we face as black women. We are bonding. The challenges that you make for yourself. You see, each of these girls chose to become pregnant because with some bow-legged guy, many of whom got pregnant by the same one. Because I thought I could make it as a single parent. I thought I... I think I can make it as a single parent. Just as long as welfare exists, I can make it as a single parent. So you put a burden on yourself and then you bond on that burden. It's not my fault. I didn't land on Plymouth Rock. You're a dumbass bitch. That's how we're forming relationships and friendships with other black women. Yes. And when we take that element away, there seems to be very little for us to have in common. And that's unfortunate. That's sad. So y'all y'all are bound to each other by your own stupidity. Well, they don't want to bond with you on that because you're a twice baby mama. You, you see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You are the stereotype that you claim one would avoid by swirling. You are that stereotype. You actually can sit together, gather around, and do your whole wait to XL slow motion hug with other sister girls. Because you're a twice baby mama. And just like them, the reason that you became a twice baby mama is due to your actions. You can't trauma bond. 
Because as much as you like to think that you are on the outside looking at them, sweetie, you are them. And it's because of the series of decisions that you made. Black alone. So in society and whatever else you have, be it healthcare, be it education, yep. home ownership, what have you. Why do we want to add love and relationships to the list? If nothing else, especially as women, regardless, we are the you know, admittedly, the more romantic type. Why do we want to have struggle? The more romantic? In that. Why do I want to bond with you over struggle in this and that? Why wouldn't I? You're the struggle. Support you. Saying, you know what? Tyrone wasn't good for you. He was using you. He was lazy. Or what happened. Or Jeff was horrible and, you know, mentally abused. But, um, you know. Uh, hit the like button. Juan over here is very nice to you. He treats you with respect. That's great. Why wouldn't you promote that? Regardless it's the culture. Of it is. Yeah, it's the culture. It's the culture, and it's also the ego. It's an admission of failure. It, yeah. um, um, there's also a comfort and familiarity. With, mm -hmm. with uh, like, you can literally bomb. Wait, is she saying that swirling is an admission of failure? Because, like, if you divorced in a swirl, does that mean that you are a failed failure? How does that work? It's comfortable and familiar to have these shared experiences, and that's what they're building the intimacy uh, um, upon. So, like, friendship is about intimacy, it's about shared experiences, it's about bonding, um, it's about being able to sort of like walk through this world together and being understood. And so, even though it's quite dysfunctional, if there's something very comfortable and familiar about that, about that dysfunction, and it's predictable, and therefore, it's much more easy to continue with doing it. What requires more effort is to get out of that comfort and out of that familiarity and try something radically different. Think yeah. something radically different. That's what it's going to take. And while I feel like black women can be brave when it's for other people, I think it's time that we start being brave for ourselves. Because what it seems like to me, when it comes to How are you brave for other people? Who are you brave for? What in the universe are you talking about? us, when it comes to our self-interest, when it comes to what we need and what we want, we're just a bunch of chickens. So, yeah. So, hey, you non-black guys, y'all, if you want a selfish woman, go for them because that's apparently they're saying we need to do more for ourselves. Where the white guys at? 
Yeah, that's hot. Yes. We're better than you got. We can be great when it comes to other things, but when it comes to this, we're just all bunch of chickens. Yeah. <sighs> so you guys, I gotta go. My throat is starting to hurt. My daughter has a little cold and I think she probably gave me hers. So <laughs> my, my throat's hurting. But this has been a wonderful conversation. Thank you, Call Me Coca, for coming on. Um, thank you, Kia. Thank you, Themis. Thank you, Mr. E. And thank you also, Mr. No Game, um, for coming up. That was quite entertaining. Um, very interesting to me how you, you know, I was wondering how the oracle of your knowledge um, manifests. Now I know, and thank you. Yeah, now you know. <laughs> you guys, um, I hope you've enjoyed this live stream. All right, so that is that. That is that. I am going to get me a late night snack. I am going to throw my um, ketchup mixed with uh, mayonnaise uh, concoction out. I actually don't know if they still have it. I think that was for a limited time early. I think that they made that for 4th of July, like barbecue hamburgers. And because it was like with the packs and stuff. But, you know, God, they just had to just the right amount of ketchup and mayonnaise. Dang it. But I'm going to have to throw that out. Maybe I can mix some myself, but I know it's not going to be the same. Because I don't know what percent was uh, ketchup and what percent was mayonnaise. So that sucks. Dark-skinned chicks. Man. So, yeah. Let's see. Uh, what are y'all talking about? Um, insulting. This is why you don't respect uh, this CK fool. See, okay, okay. I'm going to make a proclamation. We need to stop calling this chick CK. Because the K, let's face it, don't really apply. You know? Because, you know, you know, the whole ring situation. You know, so she is the Lord of no ring right now. But um, so we could take the K away. I think that the original name was R. So we could say CR. Yeah, CR. And that way, even if the original name wasn't R, it's still like CR for crystalline. You know. Or Miss Russell. You know, because the MRS, yeah, that's not a thing anymore. So yeah, CR. Yeah, CR. C CR sounds good. CR. Kind of like car without the A. It actually is car without the A. CR, yeah. Yeah, so insulting. This is why you don't respect the CR fool. Yeah. Dang, you are just this is not a good day for you, Tim. Bed witch queen sounds much better. See, see, she's not actually a bed witch. You actually have to be in the bed to be the bed witch, and she's not. 
So, you know, she's not the she's not Cora on the Calvin Candy Plantation. She is just like one of the others. Yeah, she's not actually a bed wench anymore. You know, so basically she's aspiring to be a bed wench once again. To a guy that randomly grunts in Canada. Yeah. I'm just thinking about how many white guys does she have to pass up to get to one in Canada? Like, how many white guys from San Diego to Ontario said, oh, no. And how many Latin guys from San Diego to Ontario said, oh, no, you loco? And how many Asian guys from San Diego to Ontario said, it will bring me great shame and dishonor to get with you? Yeah, it doesn't really seem like there were many takers. And then the guy she found, you know, well, y'all heard him. <laughs> you know, the random grunts and the slow-witted. But hey, he's white. And one day she will be back in the bedwinch. So, with that, I want to thank the Cash Apps and Super Chats, managers and moderators, those who are listening silently, and those who participate in the chat. Make sure you hit that like button on your way out. And remember, this is Game Changer 00100. Game over. Peace.